I'm looking at your outline here, Mark, and I see that you'd like to talk about the the fact that there was zero G spots. Uh, <laughs> Holy crap! That was hard enough. Oh my! Look how many times I wrote discuss. Oh my gosh! Okay, I so don't, I don't know what copy of Dead Space you guys are playing. There are definitely G spots in my version. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is that in real life, without that blue light showing me where to go, it's uh, it's quite difficult. <laughs> 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 Good evening, and welcome to another spooky Halloween issue of the Cartridge Club. I'm Player One. All right, that's enough of that. Cartridge Club is a monthly podcast. Uh, we pick a game, and we invite all the club members to play along with us. Uh, and then we pick three uh, members to join us for the show. So uh, I'm going to start by introducing our guests. I've, I've drugged this on long enough. And uh, first up, we have uh, Halloween regular, uh, returning guest, part-time co-host, and arguably the most energetic member of the Cartridge Club, Mr. J-Rock. Thanks for being here, J-Rock. Oh, yeah. Hey, how's it going? How's it going, guys? I may sound a little weird because I'm just getting over being sick, but now that you said I'm energetic, i got to be really energetic. Uh, <laughs> uh, you're not going to see many impressions out of me. I'm, my impressions oh. right now, I'm, I can do... Look, check this out. Hey, how's it going, guys? I'm Steve-O from Jackass. Wow, not bad. Not but, great. Uh, yeah. I don't watch Jackass, but I'm going to assume that sounded just like Steve-O. You're looking at five of them right now. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah, thanks well for having said. me on, guys. This is a Halloween tradition to be on the Partridge Club podcast. Last year, this time, I was co-hosting while you were away. Yep. And uh, I was really excited at the idea of coming on this month at the beginning of the month, and then it wasn't so. And then as the month dro- drug on, you needed somebody, and you knew where to come. To your brother, J Rock. J Rock, I, uh, so we, yeah, we had a last minute. We actually had two guests, uh, drop out last minute, which we've had one, we've lost one guest before, but we've never lost two. And, uh, it was, uh, it was pretty crazy that we did, but I couldn't believe how quickly I found, uh, replacements, uh, to fill those shoes. And I don't want to say which one of the guests left, but one of them suggested that I would only be able to fill the spots with B list cartridge club members. Oh, and, my. uh, I, I just want to list exactly we uh we did not have to to scrape to the b list uh i alphabetically we went with the j's and the a's and the m's and the t's so uh <laughs> we have no b list club members so thanks for being here j rock oh yeah uh next up we have uh another club returning member uh this gentleman uh actually is the first club member to ever face-to-face ask to be on an episode of the show. And uh, when he asked us, Mark and I told him no. (laughs) (laughs) But but we're we're sad to say no. Then when a spot opened up, uh, we had forgotten that he had asked us in person. (laughs) And we asked all of Twitter uh, for volunteers, at which point he reminded us very politely that, uh, hey, assholes, I asked if I could be on that show (laughs) in August. (laughs) So uh, I want to say a big uh, Cartridge Club welcome to Adam from Replayability. Hello. How's it going? Good. Um, So thanks for being here. Yep. I'm pumped to be here. I was like, I remember sending that, like, direct message. I was like, me! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I love the game that we're about to discuss. So um, I love you, Adam. 
Oh, awkward. I, I love you. Awkward, <laughs> awkward and weird. The club is so I got, close. I gotta, I'm just going to hang up right now. <laughs> Excellent. So we're definitely happy to have you here for this one, and I'm excited to hear your thoughts on it, especially knowing how how badly you wanted to be on this show from the beginning. Um, maybe even more so than uh, our next guest, who I had to coerce, cajole, and eventually bribe to be on the show. Uh, he's been described as the sexiest member of the Cartridge Club. He uh, he is arguably in the top three best hairs on YouTube. He uh, he's been known. Yeah, he introduced me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's been known. Not you, J Rock. Not you. He's, I'm he's ju- been I'm known. Jealous. I'm jealous known? of the title. <laughs> he's been known to go by uh, the moniker of the Bradley Cooper of the CC. Although there are some who would argue that Bradley Cooper is the musty hobbit of hollywood ladies and gentlemen the man the myth the legend himself musty hobbit nuts uh, thanks for having me. oh great there we go <laughs> thanks for having me on <laughs> thanks for being here yeah, so I'm excited uh, yeah so you were at portland retro gaming expo a week ago yes i was and uh now you're here yeah i was uh spending tons of money about 168 hours ago nope. that's crazy so you got the you got a bit of a, a con plague going on. So uh Yeah. I thought I was in the clear. Uh and Thursday, you know, I got back on Monday, Thursday rolled around and and then the tickle started. And so I'm I'm going full uh full sexy voice here today. So I hope you guys like. Hopefully, uh hopefully the ladies can handle the, the sexy voice musty, and uh hopefully the show can handle it. So Musty, again, thanks for being here. Uh, really excited to talk to you, but not as excited as I am to talk to our next guest. Uh, this Cartridge Club member is... <laughs> what? I like Musty. <laughs> this uh, this Cartridge Club member is also part of a team. And as we know, uh, teams are the best way to go at YouTube and uh, and when uh, podcasting. he uh, He's easily the fastest rising star in the YouTube video game uh, scene. He's uh, uh, one of the, he, I think he is the newest member of the Cartridge Club website for his videos to be going up, uh, or him and his partner, I should say. And uh, I just got to say, as a former Nova Scotianer, I can't believe that uh, that it took us as long as it did to, to rope him in. So Tim from How Are You Okay? Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Um, so, his yeah, name, that's it. I want to know where it's from. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> what was that, the name? Yeah. No. Are you okay? Yeah. No, no, Tim. No, no. <laughs> I guess it's short for Timothy or... <laughs> yeah. No, um, are you okay? It's uh, the name. It's It was kind of like an in-joke between uh, me and Kevin. Like, it initially started as a blog, like, years ago. Me and him were, like, working at this really shitty uh, Rogers store. You know, we wanted to, like, build something just to, like, kick our minds off it. And uh, it was just kind of a joke because uh, we were playing a lot of Garou Mark of Wolves. And every time uh, Terry Bogart, one of the characters, would do his move, uh, Buster Wolf, he'd always say, are you okay? Ah. And it became a thing, like, every time one of us looked shitty, it was like, oh, are you okay? Just the other one would turn around, Buster Wolf. And then, are you okay became, are you okay with an H? Because reasons. (laughs) I actually don't have a good reason for that, but uh, yeah, that's where (laughs) it comes from. Okay, right on. I was always wondering. I didn't actually wonder all that much. I don't really care where people's (laughs) names come from. Most of them are foolish. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I'm I'm glad we covered it. 
<laughs> Me too. Mystery solved. Yeah, yeah that's it's right. ruthless. Ruthless. Man. <laughs> I don't care. Ruthless. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was pointed out a couple of weeks ago that Mark is definitely the the nice cartridge bro, and I I am not. <laughs> Speaking of, yeah, I will now nice. turn things over to our uh, our polite brother for his uh, own personal take on a summary of this month's game. I did summarize this myself from Wikipedia. It's, uh, but it's all, you know, I wrote it all in my notepad, so that counts. Some of it was cop. All right, most of it's mine. All right, this <laughs> month we were playing EA's survival horror game, Dead Space. Now, surprisingly, this game was released back in 2008. I didn't realize it's been that long. Um, it came out on both the PS3 and the Xbox 360. Uh, and I think on Windows as well. Yeah, Windows too. Um, like I said, it's a survival horror. It's a survival horror game. It's played in a third-person perspective. Uh, it takes place in space, which is pretty neat, pretty scary uh, area in general. Uh, and I guess to describe it, I usually say something like um, take Aliens and Event Horizon and combine them together, and that's uh, Dead Space to me. Um, I'm curious to hear what everybody else here relates it to in their own mind. Uh, but anyway, this was not my first time playing. In fact, me and P1 had played this together from start to finish, what, three years ago, P1, four years ago? Yeah, I'd say it was about that, uh, somewhere in that range <laughs> anyway. Um, we, yeah, it's, we, uh, it's been a little while. We, uh, we two-dated. it. We, we were going to do it in one sitting, yeah. but uh, couldn't get through it, so we spent two days. One day was eight hours, and one day was seven hours. Uh, it was a... A uh, pirate cookie fueled uh, adventure. <laughs> oh. The ultimate gaming snack. Uh, this right. uh, this episode brought to you by Christy Cookies. <laughs> Mr. Christy, you make yep. good cookies. He sure does. He sure does. Um, so yeah, that was a pirate cookie weekend, and we destroyed Dead Space. So this time I was playing through by myself, a little more spookier. Um, and I found, well, when I booted it up, I thought, I've already been through this. It's not going to scare me. Um, but the graphics actually hold up really well and the jump scares also hold up really well. Um, and especially since 2008, I'm still shocked to see that it's been that long ago. Um, but anyway, yeah, so this was, you know, a little scarier, didn't have my big spoon with me. So, you know, a little more frightened by <laughs> myself. Um, and yeah, but that's me. How about, uh, how about you guys? J-Rock, is this your first time playing through Dead Space? And if not, uh, tell it us is. about your first time. It is. And, uh, can I say... That uh, I have a little theory that perhaps the people who made this game might have seen the movie The Thing. I don't know. Ooh, The Thing. Yep. That's I what can, that's I, what this game really reminded me of. I, straight straight out of the movies. I can so, see a lot of that in there for sure. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's my first time playing through. Actually, I, I started it a while ago, but didn't stick with it, so it gave me reason to go back. Oh. And uh, all month, I've been playing the shit out of it. Right on. So I take it you had some pretty positive first impressions then. <laughs> it was all good. Yeah, yeah. It's good. It's what good was it at the first time that you played it that you got away from it? What happened? Oh, ADD, for sure. Oh, okay. too, too many yep. things. I love that <laughs> the club gives me a reason to focus on something and yep. get her done. God love it. Yeah, it's definitely the, the best aspect of the club is making me finish games that I've never finished. God love yeah, it. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually playing through my uh, third playthrough on impossible mode to get that oh. last achievement so just from this month alone yeah i was i was like sick last weekend and i totally was couching it so oh, wow and got through a lot of it and i find this That's... game sort of uh you can just kind of put it on and sort of 
seamlessly go through it. Yeah. Thanks to uh, some things we'll talk about later. All right. Well, we'll leave it up to that then. Um, let's get over to Musty Hobbit. Was this your first time playing Musty? Uh, this was <clears throat> this was not. Uh, I played it back in uh, 2009. Uh, I checked the achievement dates just to be sure. <laughs> um, so I, I played through it originally. Um, then I don't know if I got it through Gamefly or something like that. But uh, unfortunately, the Xbox that I was using, because I, I intended to play through on impossible mode this time. The Xbox that I have now is not the same Xbox that I had then. And uh, so my save was gone, and so I had to start over. Uh, so uh, so I went through this time. I was missing a couple of achievements, um, and I have knocked out two of the three. But unfortunately, the third one, um, as J-Rock mentioned, is impossible mode, uh, and you need to have beaten it once to unlock that mode. So uh, that one still remains outstanding for me. Oh. Well, so you two or three ain't bad. You want to hold 30 days without beating it even once? Well, I actually didn't. <laughs> I didn't pick. Uh, oh boy. Nice. Slick. Oh, yeah. I did go on vacation, so I, I wanted to be respectful to my other uh, hotel mates. Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. But uh, I, I, I picked up the copy this month uh, later than I expected, uh, and then kind of marathoned a couple long nights. Just finished it um, last night, easy mode, one gun. So Nice. So yeah. the target of doing that impossible mode is still there. I, 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 I kind of want to play something that's not so uh, so scary. <laughs> kind of light, lighten it up a little bit um, before, <laughs> before diving back in. But I think, you know, it looks like playing through that harder mode is probably a good idea to have at least uh, recently played through on an easier mode. It may take away some of the uh, the fear factor and and things like that. Fair oh, for sure. Yeah, um, it's like Musty said. It is definitely a spooky game. It's a good game to play around Halloween for sure. For sure. Well, hopefully you get that achievement at some point, Musty. We'll be rooting for you. That's what I'm hoping. It's funny that you mentioned that uh, one gun achievement. I think that's the only achievement me and P1 got. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think anything else. <laughs> we we picked up whatever trophies you get for completing story modes, but right, uh, right. And you know what? Even this playthrough here as well, I I stuck with just the one gun. I don't need those other guns. I really Dude. like I like the cutter. I like that I can switch it from you know uh, horizontal and vertical. Uh, so I stuck with that. Plus, I figure real men don't need plasma rifles. Oh boy! All right, let's uh, let's keep the judgment at the door. <laughs> I think, I think just being able to focus on, you know, all your upgrades because they're, I mean, and well, I yeah. assume we'll get into, we'll get into mechanics, but yeah, I mean, being able to focus your upgrades and not uh, over diversify uh, can mm -hmm. be, can be a good thing. Definitely. Definitely. Um, okay. Adam, was this your first time through? This is not my first time through. Uh, I actually, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't even play it. Um, <laughs> instead, I watched, you're a phony. Uh, you're a I watched my girlfriend. <laughs> I watched my girlfriend play it instead. Ah. We actually started it a number of months ago, and I was like, I was like, you know what? I want you to just play through this on your own, and I'm just gonna watch. And if so you get stuck, you, uh, I'll guide you or whatever. You like to watch, huh? I do like to watch. Yes, I do. Okay. Learn the game through osmosis, especially when it's my girlfriend. Anyway. <laughs> oh boy. Um, so. <laughs> anyway, um, but I had played it. Uh, so in 2008, when it came out, I, I remember playing the demo on Xbox 360 because I'd heard of it. 
And I remember like seeing the screenshots and stuff. And I was like, Oh my God. I was like, this is like right up my alley. It's like sci-fi survival horror. I friggin' love aliens. <laughs> like that whole series. I just friggin' love it. And it's like, it just drips aliens everywhere. So, um, I picked it up like day one when it came out. Um, and yeah, I think I played through it like, I don't know, five or six times in a row. Cause I like, I loved it. It's one of the only games that I actually have gotten all the achievements for just because like, I, I'm not normally, I don't normally care about achievements that much, but I was just like, ah, I want to do all these. And, uh, yeah, no, it's, a yeah, it was, it's always good playing through it again. And, uh, yeah. So right on. Right on. That's a, uh, that's actually not a bad idea watching, having your girlfriend play and you watching you guys ever think about like setting up a camera and like you could film her reactions to her playing and then you can just kind of coach her and then that could be like a youtube series i feel like that would like freak her out too much she'd probably maybe it could be like she's your girlfriend versus the video games that's oh, a great that's a great name that sounds original i've never so heard of that before I just want to sum up this month. J-Rock got distracted and couldn't finish. Musty didn't beat it once, and Adam just watched his girlfriend. No, no, no. J-Rock beat it three times. I, uh, yeah. I, I finished three times. The recovery time is, is amazing. Oh, boy. Full of stamina, that guy. All right. All right, well, let's get to the pro. Let's get to Tim. Tim, was this your first time playing? This was my second time playing, uh, nice. though both times were this year. Oh, um, right on. Yeah, when like when that's. Oh, sorry. When was the first time this year? Uh, first time was like back in March. I think it was like right before I joined the Cartridge Club, actually. Um, oh, really? Like when the demo first came out, like I picked it up and downloaded it, but um, it just didn't click with me back then. Um, maybe it's because I was playing it on an old tube TV, like a CRT television that might have something to do with it. I don't know. But um, when I picked it up and played it again, I played it on PC. Um, you know, I gave the game another shot, and I loved it. Um, I didn't think I, I didn't think I'd end up playing it again for October um, until people got in touch with me about the podcast. And I'm like, <laughs> "Hello, new game plus." <laughs> right on, right on. So um, I literally was finishing. Like, I got to the last level of new game plus maybe an hour ago, like right before I jumped on with you guys. Nice. That's um, pretty impressive. That's dedication. Yeah, I started like last night, went through. It's a lot easier second time around, right? Because you have all your, you have to, you have to keep the same difficulty level, but you keep all your weapons and upgrades, so you can just kind of mow through the game. Right. So it was, right. it was a bit different this time, but uh, no, it was still fun. All right, still holds up. Tw twice in one year, J Rock three times in one month. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. <laughs> all right, cool. Well, I guess that's everybody's first impressions. Um, with that said, let's get into the story. The story of Dead Space. So it's, uh, I guess it's not a very deep story. It gets kind of layered, but it starts out, you're Isaac Clark? Yes. Yeah. Correct. I almost said Isaac Hayes. That would have been a completely <laughs> different game. It's, uh, his, name, his name is a take on uh, Arthur C. Clark and Isaac Newton, isn't it? No. Uh, is it Newton or is it Asimov? Asimov? 
Asimov. Asimov. Right, sorry. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It is Asimov. They're because they're both science fiction writers. Um, so anyway, continue on with your your explanation, Mark. Okay. <laughs> All right. So yeah, you're Isaac Clark or Isaac Hayes, depending on which uh, difficulty of the game you're playing. Um, and you are arriving to a spacing, space mining uh, ship. It's got like a thousand people on it. It's almost like a colony, I guess you could say. It's a planet after, cracker class. A, a planet cracker, that's right. But yeah. their only intention is to mine minerals from different planets. They essentially explode the planet and get the uh, delicious minerals from the insides. Um, this ship is known as the Ishimura, Ish, Ishimura, Ishimura. You got it. Yeah. yeah you Thank got you. It. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so yeah, odd. you show up. Yeah. Yeah. You show up to the ship. Um, that's when everything kind of goes crazy. You realize everybody's either dead or is all messed up. Um, when you arrive here, you're also looking for your woman who's been on this ship and, uh, you're hoping she's alive and you're trying to find her. And that's sort of how the game opens up. You just spend the rest of the time trying to get off the ship, which is full of these crazy aliens, and looking for your girl. Um, that's pretty much what I got from the story. I mean, there are some other things in there that I'm going to let you guys get more into. Um, so I wouldn't hear, hear, mind hearing what you guys think about the plot. I'll start with you, Adam. What did you think uh, about the plot? The plot is, is really cool. I, I, it starts off like so simple, like, hey, you're just going to rescue your ex-girlfriend. I got this distress call. Let's go check out this scary ship. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you go down there, you make your repairs, find your girlfriend, you leave. First chapter. I mean, it's pretty, <laughs> pretty simple. Um, but, yeah, the, uh, the story actually gets, you know, if you check out all the audio logs and the text logs and things like that, it's actually, like, really, really deep and interesting and there's a lot more going on than it at first seems like you know it's not just that aliens are well not even aliens i guess morphed humans we'll get to that yeah. later i'm sure um <laughs> are like tearing everything up but the whole reason is because people are stupid and there's a scientology-esque <laughs> cult on the fucking ship Uni unitology right yeah unitology, yeah unitology yeah. and they're just basically all a bunch of idiots and <laughs> bunch of cult members. And, and so like seeing, Kool -Aid. <laughs> Nike yeah, like seeing how that all like plays into like how everything works and like you encounter all these other characters, like um like crazy scientist Mercer, I think, the guy who yes. sicks the like hunter on you later on. Yeah. Um and he's like all like into it and he I'm pretty sure he like winds up injecting himself. Or he gets like you know, turned into an echoworm. And he thinks they call it like ascension or whatever. And so like there's a lot more like I don't know, the story is like it seems simple at first, but when you like go digging, it's really actually impressive how how much little detail and stuff there is there. So I find it really cool. It's true, and that's a great point. It it's kinda like I guess um did this come out before or after Bioshock? Um uh, I think it was after. Because uh, those audio logs you're, right. you're going through, it really makes a huge difference and really flushes yeah. out the, uh, the environment. So if you want to hear it, if you want to get into it, there is a lot to learn. Yeah. Um, and like you said with with Mercer, it, there was this this sect of people who believed that the extinction of mankind was God's plan, and we're sort of ascending into this new breed, which is going to take over for us. Um, so they're allowing these things in, and it's it's pretty crazy. It's bonkers. Um, it, it is. So you discover as time goes on that that they found this marker is what they call it. And uh, um, who, who wants to describe the marker? J-Rock, why don't you describe that marker thing? It looks like a big 
uh, glowing red turd. Oh boy! With, uh, I knew I was right to freaky, ask you. Freaky deaky hooky spooky shit written on it. Yep. And, symbols. Uh, yeah. Symbols and stuff. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just yeah, think so this... that the, the way the story set up, I, I think it's believable. Uh, like, yeah. like in the future, that would be the way things are. Like if they were mining planets, they'd have like crews like that that go in to repair things. Like I thought it was set up pretty believable. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, the fact that there's all sorts of different life across the universe, uh, undoubtedly in my mind, uh, you're bound to come across something as weird as that, a necromorph, yeah. that they say. So. Yeah. Yeah, the way that they, uh, especially the the mining for resources, that's genius. That's that's exactly what our future probably will be. Um, so it is cool when they put that realistic spin on it. I I agree. That's um, actually what the uh, in Alien One. That's actually what the Nostromo was sent out to do too. Was go and mine another yeah, planet. Yeah, it's a so. it's a mining ship. Yeah, yeah. it's cool. there is heavy heavy influence from Alien in this game. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. yeah, I'm almost surprised the Ishimura wasn't sent out there by the Wayland Utani Corp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of similarities. Even how, anyway. Yeah, we'll get into the monster design and stuff later. Um, okay, uh, let's go with Tim. Tim, what did you think about the story? Well, I didn't find the story that complex as much as it was like because you're going around p- picking up all these little pieces of the story, all these little audio logs, little text logs. Like, the story wasn't that complicated at the end of the day. You know, big, uh, crazy, evil cults took control, you know, got their hands on the mining corporation, wanted to infest the planet. Boom. Boom. Essentially. Yeah. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but the fact that you're going around, you, you know, you walk in blind, more or less. You're picking up all these little audio logs of, like, just little simple stories that all really just point to the same thing. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Like, I, I like the story. It's it's a perfectly good horror story. But you're right. Yeah. Um sort of the twist isn't really a twist it's more of a it is what it is <laughs> you're sort of expecting a, a twist but it is what it is <laughs> uh there's uh, there's a couple of like small twists but yeah, I don't know, it's, yeah. maybe, maybe I, I was guess... a little surprised just playing it the second time around maybe maybe that's what it is too maybe it is hard to remember how it was doing the first time through yeah like, um, I'm, assu- I'm assuming we're not shy about spoilers or anything on this oh no please go right ahead oh, yeah. thank jesus um <laughs> yeah because like the whole thing with the wife like even the first time around i'm like uh she keeps saying that same line over and over again that's that's getting a little weird yeah yeah you know, let's be one yeah. again i'm like make us whole again that's it that's it yeah it's like, yeah, yeah, normal people don't talk like that. No. And nobody else in the game is talking like that. So, right. ghost? If she, like, yeah. if she said that, like, before they met her or whatever, he probably wouldn't have started dating her to begin with. Make <laughs> <laughs> us whole, Isaac? Like, first date? Oh, jeez. Oh, I gotta go. Yeah. It's weird. Uh, I gotta, I gotta oh. get up early in the morning and uh, save a bunch of stranded <laughs> miners, so... Yeah. I'll call you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Musty, what did you think about the story? Yeah, I, I, I will say from from the like a lot of this side plot that you picked up through the the audio logs, I I appreciated, but I really because of the way that they displayed the uh, the text logs, I did not spend a whole lot of time reading those. Um, I'm with and, you right there, brother. You know, <laughs> um, because the way that this game plays out with with your you know the, there is no pause menu you're not you're not in in mass effect looking through a codex you know in 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 a static menu you you are 
still moving. You are still moving through the environments. You still have very real threats coming for you. <laughs> and uh, so spending time to, you know, look through and, 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 and catch these little, these little plot details, uh, I realized I probably could have gone back and catch caught them during a, a quiet session, but at that point I was just like, just keep going, man. Just yeah. you yeah. you need to go accomplish what you are trying to accomplish right now. Uh, one thing I wanted to bring up just was was Isaac himself and the way yeah. that Isaac's not a military man. Um, Isaac is just an engineer who, you know, like you said at the beginning, is is just going to help fix this ship that has thrown out a distress signal and. He's kind of thrown into these extraordinary situations um, with extraordinary, you know, enemies, and it's uh, it's it, it's interesting to see. You don't you don't get a lot from him, uh, you know, to talk about silent protagonists. You know, he yeah. you don't you don't really pick up a lot of his interpretation of things. He flinches sometimes when things happen, um, but it's almost. It's almost as if if it's an extension of yourself because I was flinching just as much as he was in those scenarios. Um, so you can kind of project onto him, but I I, I feel like he, uh, you know, there are parts where where you're outside a sealed room, and you're seeing people inside that room getting brutally murdered, and you are just like, yeah, stand, through just stand in there. Just stand <laughs> yeah. In yeah, there. you never see his face other than what the starting and the and the end, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 it's kind of kind of Gordon Freeman ish. In a, yeah, in a way, that's a uh, definitely. Point. And yeah, I saw and, a lot of Half-Life 2 in this game. Yep, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, even just the harder enemies being darker colored uh, than the uh, than the original yeah, ones. True. But, um, but yeah, I, I I will say you know the the you know it oozes everything that you guys have said. Aliens. I I saw the the, the Event Horizon stuff is is very very evident. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Half-Life. Um, Thing. All in all, 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 all in all, I see. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed the story. I think it is, it, uh, it was fitting, and the amount of like claustrophobia and um, just tension that you have um, is just very, very uh, consistent throughout the whole story. Um, but there is, there were some moments where it's just like I just need to run and I just need to go as fast as I can. And so <laughs> yeah. taking the time to try to absorb those little details was just not high on my priority list in those mm. situations. Yeah, fair enough. And that's a great point that you brought up about how Isaac is a silent protagonist because this actually came up quite a bit throughout the month. Um, some people like it, some people do not like it. And uh, yeah, I find that you get the most from him when you have him stomping on something. Anytime you hit that stomp button, he goes nuts. He's like, oh, <laughs> I'm going to stomp this. So that's like the most you get from him. <laughs> when, get, when he gets get like... A... Go ahead. Oh, sorry. When he gets like hit by... Like, you know those little... um, It's like a little ball like on the top of like three little long tentacles. They come out from those really elongated... Oh, the... oh yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I love the look he gives. Like whenever like one jumps on him and you like rip it off you, he just stops, looks at it for a second like... <sighs> and then yeah. just starts wailing on it with his fist. Yeah. I'm like... Yeah, that's the most emotion I've seen from him that whole game. Yeah. And yeah. I love that. I love when you get to see those displays of emotions. But overall, I, I, I know, I understand, especially what, like, what Musi's saying, when, when you see something, another person, and they're alive, and it's like, oh, my God, there's a, there's a person alive here. But sometimes you're just like, okay, give me whatever you have, and then you're on your way. <laughs> <laughs> one, of the, one of the strangest things I found was later in the game, I really feared the 
we'll just call them face huggers. Um, And so every time I saw dead bodies, I went and stomped all over them. Yeah. (laughs) Because I I didn't know if something was coming and all of a sudden I was going to be in a room with five enemies. Um, So I was trying to be preemptive with that, which made me feel really disgusting as a human being. (laughs) Well, it it rewards you for that. Like every body breaks up into parts when you stomp on it. So it's very rewarding. Get the head off that corpse, you know. I suppose you could consider it a reward. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I find you feel really bad about it until you get rushed by like eight enemies when there was only mm-hmm. supposed to be two. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, oh, yeah. I made a mistake. Yep. Yep. I should have been stomping. <laughs> In a dead space too, you actually get uh, items from dead enemies by stomping on them, which I, is kind of a pain in the ass because some you got to stomp everything to get all the stuff out of them. But I yeah. think uh, I think Isaac is uh, takes a is inspired by. Uh, stomping Tom Connors, uh, <laughs> oh my! Uh, so I think he's based but, on him. I wish I wore my stomping Tom shirt now. Fuck! I hate I hated uh, the animation of the stomp. <laughs> well, we'll get into. I'm I'm, uh, I'm I'm gonna agree with you there, Tim, on the on the animation. Um, he was very clumsy with it, and he missed yeah. way too much. Oh yeah. yeah, like when you have the box right in front of you, and you're like trying three to four times just to break <laughs> one. <laughs> his boots must be so heavy when they clump down it's just like clunk boom it's like, oh my God. so the protagonist of the game can't stomp a box and did you and did you guys use the the his melee attack with the arms almost because yeah. yeah. yeah, he's just he's just flailing around like a madman like yeah. it doesn't really do anything for what i found <laughs> well, there, there, yeah. there were those rare occasion where there was a box on like on a bench or something yeah. and 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 that was a way you could clip it and then i was like oh yeah kinesis i'll just do that yeah right that's what everybody and would do right that saved you can me. also you can also use that melee stuff to uh like destroy some of the power things like for yes. doors or yeah, to get certain bays open right yeah so i'd use oh, that yeah. a lot i i ended up used to conserve ammo uh later on in my second playthrough i did a lot of stasis and uh, melee so run <laughs> yeah um p1 how about you what do you think about the overall story uh i like it i think everybody really covered it it's a generic space horror story um yeah. you've got two people with your team one of them's a good person the other one's secretly not um one is a genius the other's insane <laughs> yeah uh i like it i like that sort of like bioshock it's up to you how in depth you want to get or not. You know what I mean? Picking up the, the V logs or the, uh, or the the blogs or the audio logs. <laughs> um, and just I like also agree. That, it is just like cartridgeclub.org, including all of the massive blood when we stomp on each other. Oh boy. Um, yeah, I really I I enjoy it. I like the story because it's simple. It can be in depth, like Musty. I also did not read. Uh, a lot of the the written ones just because fuck all that you know what i mean uh, just yeah. put it in a, in a, in a, in a read, audio you know? for me fuck reading <laughs> I'm, I'm busy fighting necromorphs but i did use the melee <laughs> attack uh to fight the necromorphs there's one oh, uh, he's like throwing elbows it's great yeah one area early on when you're in the uh it's it's doing the decontamination in a quarantine zone uh, and the two doors lock and you see them running up the walls and they come in through the vent i ran out of ammo and uh, I actually had to melee one of them to death, and it nice. is it is brutal. It's it's definitely no little Mac and uh, Mike Tyson, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> death with his own shoes. 
That's funny. Good stuff. No, I like. I do. Okay, I, I like, like the story. Uh, the ragdoll effect, though. I love the ragdoll effect. Like, yeah. When she like once it, you know they're dead, that last hit is just wham. Yeah. Flying. Um, have, have you? Did you notice like when you'd be walking around bodies and they'd be sort of rolling, following your character yeah, they'd, around? Like, flip on you. And <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. Well, kind of uh, wonky. I I did wish that Isaac would have spoken though. Uh, the first time we played through it, I think I didn't notice as much. You and I had talked about it, and I think we may have been vocalizing for him to each other. Right. But uh, playing through this time, I played through uh, with my daughter and Colleen watching. Uh, I figure she's 14 now. It's time for her to see some necromorph stomping. Um, <laughs> we did tell her when she went to school not to not to cut any people with her laser cutter and not to stomp on any kids' faces. So that's It's good. surely one of the better uh, necro things you can introduce your child to. That's yep. right. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I do, I wish Isaac had more just interaction, even as like when he's, when he's on the radio with, his, with those two people, I can't remember their names, the the captain and the girl. And, Hammond uh, and Kendra. Is it Nicole? Yes, Kendra? that's it. Hammond, and, Hammond yeah. and Kendra, yeah. yeah. And, um, and they're like, uh, we need you to go do this. Like he doesn't even respond with it. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like I'm running around doing all this shit for you? Like, True, true. Yeah. Like he's just, I, I do wish that there was some interaction. I don't think that would have taken away from anything. Um, hmm. I'm not sure why they made him a silent protagonist. I don't, I don't feel like they were doing it for us to project on him. I think they just probably didn't want to hire a voice actor. Uh, maybe she skates. That prequel movie that they had, um, Dead Space Downfall, like they yeah. gave the they gave the protagonist in that um, a voice. I can kind of see why they didn't give Isaac a voice based on that. <laughs> yeah, dialogue, her, her dialogue yeah. was not great, although it was kind of Kurt Russellish, like the other thing, like the actual yeah. dialogue. But I'm um, like, yeah. the, the whole time it's like you know giving salutes with the middle finger and yeah, fuck you, you know, just being yeah. edgy. Yeah, she was. Yeah. Yeah. Duke Nukem or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kind of down that road, um, yeah. but just saying, like you know, compared to that, like having Isaac as a silent protagonist, uh, I was kind of okay with it. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. Yeah. I suppose when when the alternative is uh, the possibility that he's walking around talking about Jill sandwiches, I guess silence yeah. not so bad. <laughs> or trying trying to be edgy for the teenage demo or something. Exactly. Like that. Yeah. I'm glad, they, I'm glad they didn't go down that road. Because at that, I, I suppose when you think about it, what would he like? He's in this clearly unbelievable situation where he's fighting the reanimated corpses of people that he was supposed to go help and save. And what, what could he possibly say? You know, is he going to be cracking jokes and stuff like that? Yeah, you're right. That would take away from it. You sold you me. You could have really gotten board. into like a clerk's, a clerk's situation with the whole, Exa- like, I'm, I'm not, not even supposed, supposed to be here today. Or like really shitty one-liners. Like it looks yeah. like this is a night to dismember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh. This gun sure is a cut above. <laughs> Excuse me, could you give me a hand? Oh my! <laughs> chapter Chapter Eleven, out on a limb. <laughs> oh, have uh, Have you guys? Have you guys played Dead uh, Dead Space Two at all? Yeah, yeah. 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 I, have, I myself have not. They give him a voice in that one. Like he he talks, and yeah. I remember like being concerned because I was like, oh, it might ruin it or something. Like they it might ruin the character, but I they actually did him really well. Uh, yeah, I like. Yeah, he he's really well portrayed in Dead Space too. I find, and like he's a solid, solid character. Honestly, that's good but, to hear. Yeah, it really is. So, is there before we go on? Is there anything else about any other characters or story anybody wanted to mention? All right, let's get into the uh, meat and potatoes, the gameplay of this survival horror.
All right, so combat mechanics. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about shooting limbs and all that stuff. Um, really cool mechanic uh, in order to damage the enemy. It's not just shooting them in the chest or shooting them in the head. You actually uh, damage them more by, you know, chopping off limbs, which is pretty cool. Um, I also want to talk about how each weapon that you do have has two functions, which is great. Also good for chopping off limbs. So, um, yeah, what did you guys think about the combat in the game? Let's start with Tim this time. Um, once I got the hang of it, I really liked the combat. Um, I find it kind of makes you a little bit more aggressive, or it brought out a lot more aggression to me than the average game. Well, mind you, I wasn't using stasis a lot. It's just all the enemies are so, they're so aggro towards you, and you can't just do a simple punch or, you know, headshot and kill them. You have to literally dismember every one of their limbs, yeah. you know, times 20, and you're getting in, it, just the mix of that and being so frantic with it, I was a big fan of. Um, but more than that, I really like the, I really like the weapon system. Like it wasn't, you know, complicated, but it was just the, I find it was just what it needed to be for this kind of game. Mm -hmm. What was like, your weapon of choice if you had to pick one? Ooh, um, <laughs> I really like the line gun. Yeah. Big fan of the line gun, especially when you get a bunch of enemies at once and you can just fire down in your, cor you know, corridor, you know, kill like five en sets of enemies at once. That's really satisfying. That mine um, is useful too. Yeah. Yes. I didn't use the mine as much, but it, I never used it actually. It's really we good on the, on the wall. Yeah. yeah. On, the, on the what? Guardians. Yeah. The, the, the guys on the wall that like spit out the, to give birth the to the, the testicles. Yeah. Tentacle testicles. Yeah. Tentacle testicles. That's what the game is. Oh yeah. Play. Yeah. Those things are <laughs> the ones that decapitate you when you get too close. Yeah. One hit like, kill. Uh, yeah. Instant decapitation. <laughs> yeah. Sucks. Yeah, no, they're great for that. But the other one would probably be, what was it, the pulse cannon? The, the shotgun-like pulse rifle? weapon of the game. Pulse rifle. Oh, the, yeah, pulse rifle. Uh, I'm spacing oh, on the name right now. Force, I feel terrible. The force gun. Yeah, the force, force gun's gun. like the shotgun, yeah. yeah. Force gun, yeah. Yeah, if you, more like an enemy, if you stasis an enemy and use that force gun, it just, like, obliterates them. <gasps> yep. Oh, yeah, when I did New Game Plus, um, I just equipped that weapon right off the hop. I had it, like, maxed out and mowed through, like, the first five levels of that game like the first five stages, because mm -hmm. um, nothing was a challenge. You just walked in one hit, anyone was dying. You didn't have to aim for limbs. Um, after like stage six or seven, they started getting tough again. But um, yeah. no, th those will probably be the two big weapons. Okay, cool, cool. Um, I was always big on the plasma cutter. I don't know, maybe just because me and P1 really stuck with it the first time through. I tried the, the other weapons this time through just to try them. Um, but I still always went back to the, the plasma cutter, which is the first weapon you get in the game. It's just a basic handgun, I guess you could say. Um, but J-Rock, you just mentioned stasis, and would you mind just describing what stasis and kinesis is, okay. and then also and also tell us what you think about the combat mechanics. All right, as well as the weapons you get in this game, you get two different abilities uh, uh, from units that you attach to your rig. You get a stasis unit, which allows you to slow things down. You can use this on environmental things as well as enemies. Uh, and like I said, uh, when you hit an enemy with it, it slows them right down and you can pretty much have your way with them, whatever that way is. <laughs> and, uh, and the second uh, module is the Kinesis module and that allows you to pick things up and put them down. 
to pick things up and put them Gra down. Gravity guns. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah it is a gravity gun. <laughs> gravity gun. <laughs> and you can, uh, and that's actually pretty useful as well if you want to grab explosive containers and hurl them at enemies. So, yeah. Yeah. Both great the sound functions. effects were similar. Yeah, you're right. Well, they were very. My my weapon of choice was I'd hit enemies with stasis and I'd use the ripper that uh, the saw. Oh, nice. Yeah. Brutal. Brutal. And I, I find when you have the saw in your inventory, you find a lot of the blades. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you do. I find I find a ton of blades without having it. I just found freaking tons of blades. <laughs> yeah. They were everywhere. Actually, you'll pretty much only find what you have in your inventory. Uh, that's the only ammo you'll mostly find. Oh, maybe that's why I had mostly. so much of it then. Yeah. Mostly. <laughs> yeah, mostly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Quoting, are um, you quoting Newt from Aliens? They mostly yeah. come out at night. Mostly. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> That's why you're my favorite, J-Rock. Oh, I love you too, brother. <laughs> All right, Musty, how about you? Your uh, weapon of choice. So for for this run, my weapon of choice was the, the, the cutter because um, I was going for that one gun uh, achievement. But I, nice. I remember... I remember really liking the Ripper uh, and, and the line gun in particular uh, on my previous playthrough. Oh, so many years ago. And, uh, but yeah, the, the plasma cutter is just like, when, once that is fully leveled up, it, you really don't need anything else. And I feel like it, it has the most, you know, a single clip of that ammo can, if you're, if you're good with it and if you are cautious with your shots, you can really, maximize the amount of enemies that you can take out with that uh the part that the parts that i found and you mentioned the I, I guess i didn't pick up on their name the guardians the the wall hanging yeah, guys wall things, um, yeah. Yeah. taking them out with a plasma cutter is a is tough and oh, yeah. it is you know that's why i yeah. hated them <laughs> and finding finding those because not all of them have explosive containers nearby um right one thing one thing i never tried and i and and it got mentioned. I can't remember where I saw it. Whether it was in a, because uh, they didn't give tips in the cutscenes. I don't or in like the save loading files, right? I don't think so. No. No. Okay. I uh, somewhere I had read it's like, oh, use the limbs that you've cut off. So a, a, a lot, a lot of these necromorphs have now like bladed hands um, and things like that, and suggested using that with your kinesis as a weapon. Oh, um, I didn't think of that. Hmm. And I didn't, I didn't think to try that. I think that may be a way to go for impossible because, you know, then that way you're, you know, because you're, the one thing about stasis is it's limited uh, and based on pickups and, and, and uh, recharging stations. But kinesis is, is absolutely unlimited. You can use it without, uh, without any kind of refills. And right. you can reach across, once you have that thing fully upgraded, you can reach across an entire room uh, and pick up things that uh, you know are, are are well out of reach. Um, so if you've you know if you're in a room that you've just uh, dismantled a bunch of guys, you you've got a bunch of free weapons sitting around. And I didn't I I didn't think about it, and then I saw that after the fact, and I'm like, well, that could be a creative way to to salvage a little bit, especially if you're in a limited ammo situation. Yeah, I, found, I found playing through impossible mode that yeah, that definitely is helpful because uh, ammo's a little bit more sparse i'm pretty sure when you kinesis a body too it like if it's got a blade on it it will just automatically pick the blade off of there for you cool, cool. i think it does that in i think it's the first one or maybe it's the second 
but it definitely like and it'll even aim it like it puts it like the right trajectory to use as a as like I, mean, a I believe sort of thing. i believe if you grab an item with uh the kinesis you can press a right away and pick it up without even bringing yeah. it all the way over here so it's pretty helpful yeah. that way yeah very cool if you're just too lazy to rock, walk across the room and pick up some items yeah, yeah. exactly Smash is that on box. the on the keyboard, J-Rock? You have to hit A. I don't because my controller doesn't have it. It's got a triangle and a square. Oh my! And an God. X. I say A. Using using the wrong controller then. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> you said A. You said A. Because <laughs> I'm Canadian. I, think, I assume it's because you were talking about Xbox. <laughs> Adam, how about you, yes. buddy? What's what's your weapon of choice? Uh. It's always the plasma cutter. It's like the best like fallback kind of thing. I mean, you always have it. It's such a good like weapon. Like it's almost, I'm pretty sure it's overpowered compared to the other ones. I think it's like not balanced properly. It's just OP. Um, yeah. Now I usually like the, the first time I like to get various guns to switch it up and stuff. I love the line gun because it's just like a friggin' energy lawnmower and like you can just tear things like the the babies with the three tentacles you oh, fire one at them oh, yeah. it just cuts them all it's like one hit kill no matter what nice, nice um the mine's really good as like a secondary function uh the force gun's really good when things get so close because even if you don't kill something you're gonna knock them down on the ground and like they, it just basically flattens them out and then they have to get up and you can just kind of go to town on them um and my first time through i used the uh the contact beam i remember um, which is just like this charge up, like super high impact, like strong weapon. Oh, it feels blasting good. something. It's such a good yeah. gun. Uh, I mean, the ammo is like super rare for it, but like when you land a hit with it, it's like it just rips things apart. It's really cool. Um, I don't even remember it. <laughs> as yeah, as we're talking about the contact gun, I just feel like I should mention that uh, if you farm the ammo for that, it's a great way to make money in the game. Yeah, it's yeah, it's super. Uh, it's worth a lot of cash. A thousand a piece. So. Yeah, it's it's actually almost worth if you get the gun, you start getting more ammo for it, and then you could just sell it off as like a like sell all the ammo off as extra cash. But cool. um, yeah, the the Ripper I don't like so much. It's it's kind of awkward. I like the flamethrower. It's a great Judas Priest song. Oh boy! Okay, all right. <laughs> the <laughs> The flamethrower is good, um, but it just requires you to get like pretty darn close. And the pulse rifle, and I really like that much. I mean, it's okay, but like the secondary fire is stupid. He like plants uh, on the ground and shoots in a circle around him. It's like, <laughs> why would a gun ever do that? You'd hit yourself. I only it's ever like, brought that up for boss fights. Yeah, like it's good for like certain situations, but like, you know. I found that the pulse rifle was the one I'd go to if I ran out of ammo for everything else. Like that's yeah. I didn't use it at all. That's my yeah. Backup. But yeah, yeah, like they've all got glowy part. Yeah. 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 But like every weapon has its use. Um you just kinda some of them are just harder to find, that's all. But I, I find it's a good a good ensemble cast of, of guns. Flamethrower is pretty useless. Rather mighty yeah. cool. They're not guns, guys. They're not guns. Try to fire that outside. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like I got you. Oh that. shit. Oh wait. <laughs> um but yeah, like like everybody mentioned, I love that every gun had two functions. I think it's pretty cool. I think uh Perfect Dark I guess had it originally too. Uh, I just like games that do that. You can have two functions for your guns. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, my um, gun has two functions as well. Yeah. What are they? Do I really have to tell you? 
Nope, let's move on. You're, uh, you're P1. Brother's a military <laughs> man. You know. P1, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure yours is just Cutter, but what was your second favorite, maybe? Uh, Cutter, it's all I use, buddy. Don't let your lip react. Right. You don't want to see my hand where my hip be at. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I, your cat. Oh, buddy, I uh, I didn't even carry the other guns. I I sold them. I picked them up. I got them. Sold them. Boom. Gone. Gone. Wow. You have to buy them. Uh, you have to buy them. Yeah. <laughs> it was there was schematics or something I picked up. I think uh, whatever it was. I sold everything. I sold all the ammo. The only thing I ever kept was a plasma cutter. Um, he bought and... them and sold it back half price just to show how baller. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. Baller. <laughs> uh, no, I, I love the plasma cutter, and the, the big reason is the. So this system, this game has a, a very in-depth upgrade system, and uh, by focusing yeah, on one, it. what? I said, yeah, go ahead and talk about because that's going to be next anyway. Yeah, it was, yeah, I was gonna. Do, I can, I can read the outline. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to segue in here and write that down, wait, so, I can edit, so I can edit this out. This, this, <laughs> yep, um, and start over. <laughs> yeah, because this game, it's got a really uh, in-depth upgrade system, and uh, I just so I found that. Uh, by focusing on one weapon, I was able to better use my power nodes. So you can either collect these items called power nodes, or you can buy them for 10,000 uh, Scooby Bucks or whatever the fuck the money is called in the Credits. future. Credits. <laughs> Credits. <laughs> um, and Space you use bucks. them so it opens up a map and like it's uh, you fill in each node and some nodes give you – so you can upgrade your weapon. You can upgrade your, uh, your suit, which uh, – increases your hp and your air level your oxygen level or you can upgrade your stasis or your kinesis um so you go through and each one has a certain set of nodes you do and some nodes do damage uh some do reload uh speed and some do capacity for the weapon and then for your suit and some like do I said, nothing and you feel bad about spending the points exactly yeah. so yeah some of them are blank but you have to spend them to reach the ones that do things uh, okay. So if you're working, if you're using two or three guns, you know what I mean, uh, you're going to be really stretched thin on your on your power nodes and how much you're going to level up. Because I don't think you can't really farm in this. Because once you clear the enemies out of an area, they don't respawn that I know of. Yeah. Um, no. So no, it's like, there's a certain there's a limited yeah there's a limited amount of what you're going to be able to do. So uh, instead of uh, spreading yourself thin over four or five different dames, you might want to just focus on one and. Uh, and that way you can really put as much love and attention to that. Because once Adam mentioned it, once that, uh, or it might have been Musty or Tim. I don't know who said it. Uh, <laughs> could have been Julian. Julian might have said it. He wrote it, up, wrote it out and held it up for us for the screen. Uh, once that plasma cutter is maxed out, it's, uh, that thing's top notch. Like You yeah. can't beat it. And as well, it allows you to upgrade your, your suit faster, which is really important to me because, uh, A, it looks cooler when your suit gets upgraded. So cool, yes. yeah. And uh, B, more health is better because sometimes I lead with my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Actually, one thing on the suit, um, I didn't know they had this until uh, starting up a new game. But I guess um, when you start a new game plus, they give you, they start you off with an extra 50,000 credits. Um, they keep you on the same difficulty level, but they immediately give you a schematics for a level six suit. Oh. Yeah, it's like, it's like yeah. a military suit, I think. Yeah, it's like uh, it's more. Can't get it in the first playthrough. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a little stormtrooperish almost. Oh, yeah. oh man, I gotta it's, it's I gotta check that out. Look this up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, it's just cool. more more white plating. You get like the um, logo of like the mining company on your chest. It's uh, it has this like cool look to it where it's almost like uh, like the mask is kind of. It almost looks like a skull. Yeah. Sort of thing. It's oh, really man, I'm looking really sick. 
like Udon yeah. Comics Taskmaster, just like, or it I don't know, Casey Jones. Stormtrooper vibe to it, yeah, no doubt. No, definitely, yeah, more Stormtrooper than anything else. Yeah, very cool, very cool. Yeah. Neat. Um, was there anything else anybody wanted to mention about the upgrade system? I guess P1 pretty much summed it up. I loved it. I thought thought it was uh, just the right amount to keep you motivated to kill things and get things to then advance yourself, so you start to feel more empowered. I thought it was very well balanced. Yeah, I find it's a good way to do it. It's very unique. It reminds me of the sphere grid in Final Fantasy X. Yeah. and I, I thought that was a really cool way to level up. And I think it's a cool way to like, you know, it's, it's like you're patching parts onto a circuit, which is something that Isaac would theoretically be able to do because he's an engineer. True. So it like, it moves, it kind of blends with his character. Um, yeah, I thought I thought it was a really slick way to, to handle the upgrades. It, it really neat. makes you think about how to upgrade it. Like yeah, it really I makes you just I, think. I wish you could reverse your decisions because once your, those nodes are in there, they're spent. Yeah, yeah, true, yeah true. that would be a nice feature. So if you put like an upgrade into a weapon that you're like, you know what, I don't really, I like this other weapon better. It's like, oh, well, I already spent all these points on that. I wish I could put it towards that. You can't. Yeah, no. that would be like, good if, if for like a credit amount or even 50, you can pull 50% of the nodes out or something. Yeah. Um, well, actually, every, you got, sorry. Every time you upgrade your gun, it actually increases the value of the weapon. So if you don't want it, you can sell it and you'll get more credits um than the base value of the gun so say you put like a whole bunch into the flamethrower and you decide you don't like it you could sell it for like probably i don't know 70 or eighty thousand credits and then get eight nodes and put that in the gun you like oh no, that's that. pretty smart yeah yeah, yeah like, I, I almost made the reasoning mistake. skills there adam <laughs> uh, I, for I, the people I, I who almost... play oh, go ahead Tim. Go sorry ahead. Man, i was asking for the people who play the sequel is that something that they included to to that like the ability to reallocate your points uh, i don't remember it being able to but it's been a while. Uh, yeah, I don't remember it either, but I also don't think I feel like they added at some point, but I I don't think I ever actually used that function. Um it might be Dead Space 3 by the time they incorporate that. And Dead Space 3 has a really strange weapon system. Uh There's a Dead Space 3. Different. I I've yeah, heard less than positive things about it. It's it's kind of cool, like it's okay. It's co-op, which makes it inherently less scary. Um, and the weapon system is like completely customizable. So you could make like a rocket launcher that freezes enemies and all this crazy <laughs> stuff. It doesn't like Finally. have specific guns. It's nothing phases me, bro. It's it's very weird, but it's it's worth a playthrough, I'd say. Okay. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah, I, I just just so the audience knows, I did know there was a Dead Space Three. I, uh, I was oh yeah, yeah, you should, yeah. all right sorry musty you were gonna say something yeah i I was gonna say i i thought the shop function was interesting um aside from the fact that every shop had enough space in the back of it for you to go sit down and get upgraded uh, it was kind of you know you're in a situation are you really gonna want to go in that room um (laughs) maybe but uh sit sit into this people mold and let us right it's pretty scary too yeah uh, but I've never been more grateful for the "Are you sure?" function on selling something because I I think go, right going into the last boss I almost sold my plasma cutter oh, <laughs> my one gun God. run <laughs> would have put That's me in a really cool. bad spot. But uh, <laughs> yeah, melee last boss. Yeah, yeah. you would have had to yeah. you would have had to fist him to death. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Turn your console off right away. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been it. All right, cool. Well, that's the upgrade system. Just deep enough to keep you interested and keep you going. Um, yeah, I liked it overall. It, it's uh, great because system. it 
Go, go ahead. I was going to say the, the upgrade system is great because it rewards exploration. It rewards going off the beaten path and not just heading to your one goal. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And, right. and the game does like something it. else really well to help you with that. Because uh, it, it provides a, a guidance system. Um, oh. So like they, they're like, Isaac, I need you to go and grab this uh, power converter at the Tashi station. So you <laughs> you, you push down on your right uh, your right toggle for the PlayStation Three. I don't know what it is for the other systems, uh, and it lights up the path of where you have to go. And for those of us that like to explore and move around, you're like, okay, well that's the direction that the target's in. Well, there's three hallways down this way, so I'm going to go that way. Um, oh, and yeah. it's funny because sometimes true, when you in have true RPG fashion, right? No the shit, hey, like <laughs> I love like, this. I need you to well, go I to the mountain. Always go the opposite. <laughs> Yeah, always, always. Yeah, always. Sure. yeah, there are some times when uh, you have more than one uh, objective, and it only lights up the way to the first one. So I, I'll accidentally go do a second objective, and it's like you've completed sub objective, and I'm like, oh, right. well, that was a mistake, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad I did it. So yeah, I, uh, that that really helps. It really, it's really tied together really well. The upgrade system with the exploration, despite the fact that you're terrified and you shouldn't want to be walking around this place like an asshole. Um, <laughs> You know what I mean, but uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know well, how many bathrooms I walked into. Be less of an asshole if you were going around on a hoverboard. That's right. That's right. Around the place. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Musty nailed it though with the bathrooms because, like, every time I walk into one of those, I'm like, first of all, it's like this is this is terrifying. Why would I? This I don't even bad. go into bathrooms in regular day, like in <laughs> yeah. yeah. real life. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that guidance system very unique. I think uh, just because of the way it lights up off of your arm, loved it. Uh, did anybody not like it? Did anybody think it was too handholdy? Um, I like the visual display itself. Like the way if you move the camera around, it wasn't moving with you. It was moving just with like Isaac's line of sight. Yep. yep. Um, I thought that was really cool. The map itself kind of drove me nuts at points because I thought the camera it didn't always go where it needed to go. And even when I tried to rearrange it to like show me the path i was like fiddling with it for a minute before i could actually get to actually in, see where i needed to go in the pause menu you mean tim yeah like well, the the pause menu. Like, i couldn't re i couldn't read the map in the pause menu for my life like oh is that what is that what we're referring to or no no we're talking about the uh the blue line the blue of destiny line, yeah the yeah blue the blue line, line i thought we we're talking about the blue line on the map or unless i completely missed this feature out in the oh. game i didn't even yeah, know there so was a blue can... line on the map uh yeah the version up so, was and the so you can like click the right stick in and then Isaac will hold his hand out and a little line will appear like in the environment to show you like where you actually need to walk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Instead of having, oh, you didn't know. <laughs> I played this game twice and I didn't see that feature. Oh, yeah, wow. it's, 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 oh, it's like the best feature. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I thought I was, I thought I was being confusing. <laughs> no, no, oh, I'm just Tim, missing obviously it. a key feature of this game. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, it's real good. It's, like it's a it's a pretty big deal too. Like it's not a minor thing. <laughs> no, I was using the map the whole time. I would constantly oh, like press whoa. you know press select check I the map. I didn't even use the map. Yeah, I didn't even that understand. Was so it. hard. It's like 3D, and you're like, what level am I looking at here? That was one of my Where biggest complaints about the game. You mean like the whole time? Yeah. The whole there time. you go. It's fixed. <laughs> the whole time. It's like the oh end of the sound fire. The whole time. <laughs> Oh man! Now that you know that that's in it, the game is going to be so much better. Can you yeah, see this picture that I'm holding up for you on the screen? That's yes, I yes, I yeah, can. that's that it. Man. Light will show you the way to go. Yeah, I every time. Like, if there wasn't so much shit on my desk, I would just put my head right on it right now. And just <laughs> <laughs> if you liked this game before, you were gonna fucking love it. See the cartridge club, yeah. folks. 
that's right. Great. Yeah. Well, and he was one of the people who had played the game the most in the club. <laughs> that just shows and how we good all this game learned is. something today. Exactly. So another function in the game, another weird uh, sort of thing about the game is there's these sort of like side missions, things that are different from the normal gameplay that sort of breaks it up a bit. Um, one of these things is the uh, zero gravity spots where you kind of have to jump through space. You're you're floating around. Um, and there's another one where you have to shoot meteors or, or asteroids and stuff with a turret. Um, but yeah, there's also like the target range and stuff. There's all these sort of strange offshoot mini things. Games, shall there's we the basketball did, uh, too. Yeah, mini games. That's a good way to end the basketball one, right? Like these are uh, mini games, like J Rock said. J Rock, was there any of these that you liked or any, maybe any that you hated? Uh, I ended up playing that zero G basketball on every one of my playthroughs. There's an achievement for it initially to get through all the way, but it rewards you each time through the game uh, with items. Mm -hmm. If you complete level six, you get power node and all along the way, like lockers unlock for you to get ammo and semiconductors. Uh, and oh, even with the shooting range, yeah. yeah, even with the shooting uh -huh. range, it rewards you with uh, ammo and stuff like that. So kind yeah. of an incentive to complete these things. Cool, cool. Yeah, I never. I mean. They were okay. I remember me and P1 blew right through them. We didn't even bother. And that asteroid one, I don't think we really liked either. I can't remember. P1, do you remember the asteroid turret thing? Uh, yeah, it's – I don't know. Uh, they were as much fun as uh, Blitzball was for me, I guess. Yeah, yeah, same here. <laughs> That's how I uh, equate this as well. <clears throat> how about you, Adam? What you uh... um, yeah, I don't know. I The turret stuff is, like, really, really weird. Um, I mean, it fits. It fits the atmosphere of the game perfectly. Oh yeah, and sure. like it's awesome, like seeing like the cannons, like all the ammo, like chug through like the, yeah, the rails. Size, yeah. Like it feels really good, but at the same time, it's like, oh man, like aiming is just such a pain in the ass. I find yeah. like it's just not refined. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. So when when Megan, like when my girlfriend was playing through it, like she got to those areas and it was like a, a fucking wall, because yeah. like it's a completely different style of game at that point, and it wasn't one that like she was like you know used to so like i'd step in like do the the canon stuff yeah um, it's not it's not based on your uh you know ability to get through and navigate the game it's it's right. based on your yeah. motor skills yeah i mean like not, even then like it's it's not even that like i find it awkward and i'm like you know, I've been gaming like my whole life and i still find like the controls really awkward and sometimes like it was you know, it's, it's actually worth it to crank the friggin' brightness so high that you can see the asteroids like way oh. back oh. and just like blast them super early. Otherwise, like, and if you, when you're playing through on impossible mode, the asteroids do like more damage to you. So it's like, oh my God. I, I felt, I felt like yeah. that's what was going on. Yeah. I managed sucks. to get 52% on my hull damage though in impossible mode. It's nice. like, it does a lot of, a lot of damage. Um, Tell me your secrets. And, <laughs> yeah. If you pull the left and right trigger at the same time, it'll like it, it'll obliterate the rocks instead of just yeah. uh which yeah. I wouldn't I do not recommend obliterating rocks. Rock, they're my family. Oh boy. Uh but sometimes games make you do it. Uh yeah, so <laughs> pull right. both triggers and it'll do more damage, and that's an easier way to get through those meteor parts. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I hated that spot. I'm hard pressed <laughs> to think of any game in the history of time that was fun where you had to shoot asteroids and destroy them. Oh yeah. Oh. Right. <laughs> uh, Musty, Musty, what did you yeah. think? <laughs> what did you think about this? 
so the I I feel like the that turret level was an obligation to give you a shot at understanding the mechanics because they built a boss that uses it, uh, right? Because because that's the only other time you do it. There I, it was level what seven or eight. There was the the boss on the exterior of the ship on the on the communications array, and you yes, have to definitely. take that out. And if that had been the first time they throw you into one of these turrets, it would have been I think a a gameplay fail from a development yeah. standpoint. Good point. And so Good they point. had to do it somehow, but I think the the mechanism for it and or maybe just sort of the way that they built it, if there was if they had done that where there was almost a no fail situation, I think right. it may have been a better way to introduce it. Uh, but if you're not if you're not ready for that turret, like you are playing that four, five, six, seven times yeah. Uh, yeah. to 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 get better at it. Um, I will admit bumping up the, the brightness on the game in general is yep. not a bad idea um but again that sort of takes so that that can kind of reduce some of the uh intent from the designers as far as the you know the the tension that the darkness yeah. provides yeah. yeah so and then you got to worry about sending out the tweet that says you're a little bitch too right so oh <laughs> my god <laughs> but that's a good that's a good pro tip especially for about you. Oh boy! <laughs> Especially for for uh, like second, third playthrough, that's a great tip. Turn that because you don't care about the atmosphere anymore. You just want to burn through the game, right? Yeah. That's a great tip. Great tip. Yeah. Uh, Tim, what did you think about the turret, or maybe the zero G area too? Which I also was not too big of a fan on. Um, well, one question, because um, I'm not 100 percent sure. What's the rating on this podcast? Because I've got some choice words for that turret in that asteroid section. <laughs> uh, at one point, Drop I used uh, I've used hard C's on here, so you're good to go. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. In that case, fuck that turret. Fuck those asteroids. Fuck them in whatever way brings them maximum discomfort. Seriously, I hated that section. Um, yeah. My first playthrough on that turret, trying to get those asteroids, it almost made me rage quit the game. Yeah. yeah. We had the same experience. And it sucks. I, I don't know. It's like, it's cool. It's like a, a fine yeah. idea. It's just, they, it it's just like the way it's presented. Like, they. The controls, I find, if they were just re refined or something like that, something. I feel it could be a lot better. Better aiming reptile. That's all they yeah, need. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's clunky is what it comes down to. Yeah, it's like they're the they're moving really fast at you, and it's so the control is just so sluggish, moving from yeah, left yeah, to right, yeah. up and down. Did yeah. you have a hard um, time using the lock on, Tim, where you push the button down instead of using your navigator where it locks onto the <laughs> asteroids? Is he screwing with me right now, or is that actually? <laughs> <laughs> You almost had me going. I would flip the fucking table right now. Just, <laughs> it's over. Yeah. Hours of my life. That's there were a few times that that. Your stuff. <laughs> there were there were a few times that that aiming reticle really would have been in, come in handy, because um, there were those moments where the bosses kind of take you in this other direction or yeah. throw you down on the ground or yeah, and and all you're depending on at that point is hoping that you can line that thing up before it finishes you. And it, did you guys run into the same challenges? It's not oh, impossible. It's just challenging. It, it's tricky. Yeah. It's, it's tricky to line that up for like those tentacles dragging you through the hallways. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like yeah. the first time it happens too, like, and you yeah. haven't played the game before you're panicking, like fucking mad. Like yeah. you got no chance of like lining it up. Efficiently, your first time go, your so first like, go through. It's, it's I an unavoidable so like quick time, time event. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 
Kind yeah. of, yeah. Yeah. Did you get that, can you get that cannon, though? Uh, what's that? Oh, sorry. So I was saying, if you get that cannon, it's just one shot, and poof, he's off you. Yeah. Oh, good to know. Yeah. I, uh, it is. I'm actually, it is frustrating though, because it, it's like you're you're going along. You're like, okay, I got this. I figured out how to shoot limbs off. You know, I'm one shot in the right leg. I'm one shot in the left arm. I'm stomping on his face and call it a day. And then the next thing you know, you're on your back. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. oh well, shit. Yeah. <laughs> and Isaac can't just be on his back. He's flailing around like an asshole. Like obviously he's an engineer. <laughs> you know, what I mean? he's an engineer, so he doesn't really know what he's doing. He doesn't have the the steely nerves of a of a seasoned Canadian sailor uh, oh. to be able to stay focused on the target. <laughs> yeah, um, but but yeah, this is sort of um, what they base almost. I would say almost a good portion of the boss fights around, um, and and some other encounters as well. It it throws off your orientation. So for everybody listening, it will flip Isaac on the side. So if you press over, that is now up. If you press down, you know, it's it's left or, or if you press left, it's right and so on and so forth. Um, actually, I think the last boss fight, this is a part of it too, right? Yeah. It's almost um, like they were preparing you for something. Yeah, like setting you up. Um, but that one yeah. where you're getting dragged down the hall, I love it. I loved everything about these moments. Um, and as frustrating as I was with that asteroid gun thing, I loved this mechanic. I loved being yeah. thrown off and suddenly my comfort zone is gone. I think I'm, you know, jack shit. I, I'm doing well. And then all of a sudden, boom, it's completely different. But yeah, timing, on, lo- timing on those moments were great. They, yeah, they always so caught good. you just after a big, mo- a big successful moment for you. Right. And you're feeling good. And it's like, oh, I got this. And then boom. <laughs> yeah. And then um, he grabs yeah. you and you got like the one bit of ammo left in your gun. Yeah. Yeah, and exactly. Later on. Exactly. Then later on, you're looking like you see all those holes in the side of the ship, like in the like in the walls and stuff, and you're always just like looking at it, like right. okay, what's okay, <laughs> yeah. gonna? I know your I know your tricks. Hole yeah. in the wall. Yeah, you're always like <laughs> looking something at something, and I'm sure many of us have said before in our life, <laughs> I know your tricks. You're walking by, and you're thinking maybe it's just a regular hole. Maybe it's like a ventilation hole. Maybe that one's supposed to be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Coming out of it, yeah. and you're like, well. Yeah, yeah I love it. I love it. <laughs> right, it's, it's, um, I do like that's a good feature though. It's it reminds me of uh, how the first Resident Evil had the fixed cameras and the tank controls, and they did that to up the anxiety, up the scariness. Um, by the time you get like you get to a certain point in this game, and you're feeling pretty good about yourself, even as Isaac, even just using the plasma cutter, you're feeling like I'm, I got a good handle on this. I can I see them coming. I can take them out. I can handle a group of them. I know what I'm doing, and in order to get into the boss fights and have you feel that same sense of uh, terror or fear, they needed to do something, and uh, I think this is what what they came up with, and it was definitely uh, it worked. It worked really well. Mm. Very very well implemented. Um, definitely kept you on your feet. What the uh, fuck was is J Rock doing? <laughs> uh, I, I was trying not to draw attention to it. He's making fun of me and Musty. <laughs> We got cold. <laughs> um, so was there anything else gameplay wise before we get into like the soundtrack and things like that? Is there anything else we haven't covered that you guys wanted to cover right quick? Hmm. Um, what did you guys think about the last boss fight of the game? Last boss fight? Yeah. Uh, that... Anticlimactic. It's describe good. it to us. Yeah. Adam, describe the, uh, the last boss fight. The last boss fight, you fight this thing called the hive mind, which is basically this giant necromorph alien thing that's like inside the planet 
and it's like a fair distance away and it's got like giant tentacles that slams down on the ground at you it spawns all these uh, necromorphs that attack you while it's flailing its tentacles around uh, and you have to like hit these little nodes on its face and then it'll pick you up and it'll eat you if you don't it goes in like this cinematic thing a cinematic view where you have to like struggle to aim and if you don't hit it fast enough basically it'll just eat you in one go um yeah it's it's i think it's a cool fight i think it looks neat um once you know what to do it's not really that tough and there's like all these like canisters around that you can just like fling at it if if you want um you know he keeps giving you enemies so that you know theoretically you're not gonna run out of ammo so it's like it's a fair boss um yeah, it's not, it's not the toughest. Like, it's not the most tense boss encounter in the game, I would say. So when I said it was anticlimactic, I meant like, like you said, it's straightforward what you have to do. It has yeah. the nodes on its face and like nodes on its tentacle. I yeah. found that the strategy for the for that boss is you just keep strafing left to right, and he won't hit yeah, his tentacle. And it was like pretty much a joke. It was a even, Zelda boss fight. No, no, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> like even I if you're the just like boss fight. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Even if you're like like just sidestepping and aiming, like you're moving slowly. That's enough to like have the technical miss you completely. Yeah. So you can like keep your aim going, which is kind of nice. But yeah. Did uh, did any of you guys get eaten in that one section? Because that was yeah. one of the yes. that that was one of the most drawn out death animations that I have yeah. ever seen, and I would I would recommend if you did not die there, just let it happen. Yeah, yeah. just watch it at least once. Yeah, like, yeah. You, you think you're alive, and then you do. Not. You totally yeah. do. I was like, yeah. oh, I may I may have another shot at this. And nope, yeah, no, no. Nope. <laughs> there goes my legs. Yeah, the worst crushed part. multiple times and never eaten. Uh, the worst part, because I was watching my girlfriend play through, she kept, like, not being able to hit the nodes in that, like, section, and she'd get eaten. And then the fucking, like, yeah, it's a cool death scene, but it takes, like, a fucking minute every time. And you can't skip it. Oh, you, you can't? It. I didn't even no, know that. No, you can't skip that death uh, scene. You gotta watch it. And then restart the whole thing, and then you go back into the fight. The tentacle comes through and it kills Kendra, which takes yeah. like thirty. Like oh, that part, it's actually yeah. agonizing to die there because you're like, it takes a lot of time just to like get back into it. I mean, that uh, sucked for her to get to the whole end of the game, Kendra, and then just yeah. die. Oh fuck her! That's a spoiler. Oh, yeah. It's like take that, Judas. She's a unitologist, bitch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I will Kendra, say that that. That death animation is one of the few uh, displays of emotion out of Isaac. I think that you'll get in the whole game. Oh yep. yeah, true, true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not not exactly the one you want to see, but uh, <laughs> enjoyable for us to see. <laughs> if, if, if we're talking about bosses, I would just have to say that I found the boss in uh, what was it, the food storage area with the, the greenery, yeah, or the, the yeah, tentacles and then the mouth in the middle. I found that one to be the toughest. Oh, Especially really? I. I just played through on impossible mode and it is hard. Oh. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah, that probably would be hard. <laughs> the reveal on that thing. Oh yeah, the reveal is sweet. Oh yeah, we're just like, oh, it's completely dark. Then the lights just come on and it's like just encompasses the entire bottom of like this two. Yeah. Uh, yeah, can we like, turn the lights like, off no. again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a giant butthole. Isaac, I need you to get down to this room to turn the lights back on. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. That's what I'd say. Uh, um, visions based on motion. 
It's Isaac. I got new uh, fixtures for uh, the bathroom. I need you to install. I got some, and I got new. I got new knobs for the cupboards. You need to put in. And you're like, shut up, Hammond. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine like the air monologue. If they had it, would just be, I fucking hate my crewmates. Yeah. yeah. That's probably why they turned it off. Yeah, let's just have them be quiet. <laughs> I remember the one time that the girl was like, oh, something's in there, and I don't care what it is, but you need to take care of it. It's like, well, I sort of care. <laughs> I would like I would like to know a little bit, at least. Yeah, I'm glad to know you don't care. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, um, so, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, the interesting thing I find about the major, like, there's kind of the minor bosses, right? Like, there's, like, the brute, which is, like, that thing with, like, the grill looking thing. It's like kind of just like a major like baddie like normal enemy, um, and then there's like the hunter which like chases you like you can't kill it, uh, you have to like burn it and then freeze it in like the two different times, um, but like they're just like kind of in the standard gameplay. It's kind of interesting I find because like the major bosses, so the one in the pipe, the like the Leviathan, the slug on the side of the ship, and the hive mind, they all kind of have like they all use the gimmicks. Like the Leviathan takes place in zero G, the slug has you blasting it with the stupid the ADS cannons and then the last um, the hive mind picks you up and throws you into that weird like camera angle thing so they all like it's weird they're not really traditional in in that kind of sense I don't know yeah Yeah, you never really know what kind of boss fight you're walking into your first way through like they use all the mechanics basically which is kind of is pretty cool I find the most tense one to be the hunter I don't even know if you I don't even know if you'd call it a boss because it's just like chases you the whole chapter yeah. or whatever. You can't kill it, but, so you just have to like yeah. run but away once you dismember it all. Yeah. yeah. I'd say it's probably the most tense enemy in the game though. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just like, it, this door open faster. Yeah. Quick, 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 quick. Just that second time yeah, where he like gets you in that little area where you have to like use kinesis to slide all those little shelves around to get yourself right. out. That's so oh. tense. Yeah, yeah that was. <laughs> so, speaking uh, speaking of tense, uh, let's get into the soundtrack and sound effects because a big part of it is the sound. on the screen you know it. if you don't see it right away you know it's there because yeah there's this crazy violin and <laughs> it's coming and you know it um yeah i i, I thought it was um, i mean i guess it sort of gets old as time goes on but i still found it effective from start to finish um just sort of keep me on edge um the sound effects the things of the sound of things running through the vents this would have been a great game to play with headphones stereo headphones on would have been amazing um but yeah, and as for the overall soundtrack, I can't really remember anything. I don't even know if there was any songs, maybe at the start and finish. But uh, but yeah, that's me, Musty. Let's hear about from you. Sure. Uh, the one song that stuck out to me is that Twinkle Twinkle. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dad, you'll, yeah. You'll never look at that song the same again. Oh, man. Yeah, that's that's freaky. And, and, and I think the first time I had fired it up, I forgot to press start. And so that they have that playing during the opening like video uh, montage. 
and that yeah i i don't remember watching that uh the first time that i played through it and i was just like what did i just sign myself up for again <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. but the first time i played it i did not have surround sound and this time i did and it it upped the ante big time uh bet, you know you got just the noises I, some of the just the way that um the way that you have things that will come up behind you and you don't know they're there until they are mid swing. Um, and, and you cut, you hear it before it happens and you're just, yeah, cool. it trying to sound spin design, around thought, fast. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I thought it, I thought that the sound design was, was good because in the absence of sound, you create environment you create atmosphere. And, yeah. uh, I thought, I, I, I thought it was well done. Um, cause they, they, they could have overdone it. Um, you know, you had the little fanfare at the end of a chapter, uh, and that and that was really the extent of it, um, mm -hmm. except for just general like the your normal like movie score type, uh, you know, <coughs> you're alone in a room type of type of right, uh, right. tones, but ambiance, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, well that um, that sounds pretty much. I agree with everything you just said. Um, nothing really does stand out except for that freaking creepy song and it's actually one of the lullabies on our baby's musical <laughs> is twinkle twinkle and yeah. i still think of that now <laughs> is it that um, you let your baby listen to that version <laughs> yeah that's actually a recorded <laughs> one we, we actually uh, i just put on uh, dead space in her room uh just that run. <laughs> yeah she passed it real quick <laughs> i left that uh i left the the menu open i turned the game on and i got distracted by something on the on the computer and it was playing it was kind of low volume but i could hear it and it kept replaying it over and over again and needless needless to say it's changed me as a person that, yeah. <laughs> it's playing right now yeah that insulin was insulin and it wasn't yeah. for tibble <laughs> j-rock make us hello darkness my old friend <laughs> <laughs> i come to be with you again <laughs> Um, but yeah, what about, did you guys, did anybody else play with surround sound or stereo headphones? Uh, no, I did. I didn't. Uh, I never have actually. I feel like I should, but yeah, what did you uh, think I, about I, the overall sound? I, I find it's like, it's just good. I don't even know if you, I mean, it would obviously enhance or whatever, but even like without headphones or whatever, the sound design in this game is so friggin' fantastic that it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like I love I think it's like the first chapter you kind of go in this like this one area it's like on all these like rail or not rails but like these you know catwalks and stuff you're trying to find this like key or something like that um and I, that area is like the best example of like the atmosphere because like when it's quiet it's not completely quiet you can hear like the chains and stuff moving or like you hear like it's so like tense that you hear like a wrench fall it doesn't actually fall it's just built into the background noise but it freaks you out because it's like so like realistic and well done like you feel like you're there is what it comes down to with sound design um, leaky pipes and steam yeah all that stuff like it's so so well done like it's heavy it's like dense you know like ah, man like it, it, keeps, <laughs> it keeps you on edge even when there aren't like enemies around because like you're constantly hearing these freaking noises around and you're just like you never feel like you're safe, which is cool. Um, but yeah, and then yeah, like the violin, like when you like see an enemy, like when it shows up on your screen, and you get that violin, it's like ugh. sometimes like you literally don't know that enemy's there at all. Right. And then yeah, yeah it's it's really really well done. So yeah. my Agreed. my favorite and my least favorite thing is silence. 
It's because when you first walk into a new room or a new hallway, when you walk in there, that silence is my least favorite because the music plays when there's an enemy and you know, yeah. well, it's a new room and there's bodies everywhere and I can hear all those things you just described in the background. It's like, but the music's not playing yet. Yeah. So is this thing, when is this going to jump at me? What the fuck is yeah. going to happen? And then you, yeah. it jumps at you or it comes out and you have your fight and you gun it down. You take it apart with your plasma cutter because it's the only weapon a real man needs. And then <laughs> once you've killed all the enemies, the silence comes back and that silence is golden. Because you're like, yeah, all right, I can take a minute to God. breathe, stomp on these corpses, yeah, check yeah. my <laughs> shitty map and realize I don't know where I am. It's like yeah. Isaac is using Apple Maps or something. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> oh, Apple Maps. This is leading me to Norfair. I don't know. What, where, where is this? <laughs> One of the things uh, we haven't brought up yet is is the shift to the exterior of the ship mm-hmm. and the and the the sort of muffled. Uh, I mean, you 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 hear it as yeah. if you're inside that that helmet. Yeah, and yeah. and you're in that vacuum. I mean, there there are moments you start to hear the breathing, right? When when you're running low on air, and you 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 can tell without having to read the the really small thing that says how many seconds you have left, you can tell that Isaac is panicked. Yeah, uh, you know, and that's uh, I thought I thought that that was really done. I have never been in space, so I don't have a basis <laughs> for a comparison. But no, it's just uh, like I mean, that. that. It's uh, it's just like that. <laughs> We're floating in it right now, buddy. Where do you think Earth is, dude? We're in space right now. That's a great point that even though he's a silent protagonist, it is things like that that Isaac does. You sort of do get an understanding for him. And uh, when you get beat up, he does sort of increase his breathing as well. Yeah, um, I love the overall sound design. And the more I think about it, the more I really appreciate it. This is a very polished game. What what year did... um, did that generation start the 360 and PS3? Yeah. Yeah, somewhere around. It was there. late. It was late 05 was 360. Okay. Yeah. This is 2008. So this is pretty early in the generation, but I I would be convinced that this was later just, just because of how polished it really is. Yeah, it holds uh, up. It really does. Um, Tim, what did you think about the overall sound design? Um, well, guys pretty much nailed most of it already. Um, I, I thought the sound design was great. It really did, you know, help me in certain cases. Like I would think I'd have a room full of enemies cleared, but because that, you know, sound uh, right. cue was still going, I'm like, okay, there's still someone there I have to clear out before I can move yeah, ahead. There's a baby in here somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Just, so I'm not just like wandering around, like, why can't I get out of here? What's going on? Right. And I think without that, you'd be probably feel a lot more lost sometimes because of it. Um, the only I don't know if I can't remember the rank credits music, but uh, Twinkle Twinkle, I oh man, I rolled my eyes at that so hard. I, I'm not gonna oh, lie. Really? Um, yeah. I, I thought the game had so many good ideas and just you know the whole cre- the whole creepy singing, creepily singing uh, kids nursery rhyme. It just feels like such a cliche. And yeah, that's true. I, I don't know. Like I see it in a lot of horror movies, and every time I'm like, ah, oh, come on, guys, you could do something else. And, <laughs> and it's I, a lot. That's fair. Yeah, maybe, maybe I'm being creepier. a little too harsh. Yeah, Sorry. and maybe I'm being a little too harsh on it for that. Oh no, no. Um, yeah, um, yeah. Like I say I'm probably being a little too cruel on it. Um, it's oh, personal that's... preference. It, I mean, it, it, it fits the Leave theme. Leave the song the... alone, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it alone. I was just—it's a lot creepier. It's it's a lot creepier, Tim. When every time you push your navigate button, it shows you you have to go right into the nursery. <laughs> <laughs> My greatest fear: buttons. Oh, poor Tim. Oh goddamn. 
All right. Uh, any other thoughts? over here pretty hard right now. You can't see. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. Any other soundtrack thoughts, or should we get right into graphics? Let's do it then. Um, probably one of the I mean everything about this game has been pretty darn good um, but the graphics the atmosphere that they create uh, it's very realistic very scary um, I love that they display your ammo your health your oxygen levels all on the screen without a hub it's all just on you I love I'm sorry that. Uh, say that again without a what a hub a what a hub a what hub like H-U-B H-U-B what does that stand for heads up display oh. I meant to say HUD. I, I know what you meant to say. <laughs> and I can say it anyway. Uh, thank you. Display. I'm not even going to write down for an edit. Just leave that in. HUD it's backwards. Gross is play. Um, um, oh, crap, it is. <laughs> anyway. Um, I like that the they uh, displayed it all without a hug. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the enemy design, all great. The necromorphs are all unique. Very interesting, very scary. Um, Isaac definitely has a sort of hunchback thing going on. I'd like to have that discussed right now, too, from P1. Uh, I'd say, his, I mean, a be, a, I, being in a situation where you are the most uh, qualified and experienced engineer on a, a repair team, uh, you tend your back tends to get sore from carrying everybody else, and that's probably... <laughs> What Isaac is experiencing. Um, just based on the fact that, you know, I spent a six months on a deployment carrying uh, an entire ship. Uh, I can only imagine how it must it be for Isaac to carry the weight of the world. Yeah, fair enough. All right. What about the other, like, overall graphics? What did you think about it? That's gorgeous. It's, I mean, it looks great. Um, it's a beautiful game. The necromorphs are creepy. Cutting them apart is fun. Um,. I mean, I don't know all my details are that good because I set the brightness at the recommended level, which was very low. Um, just because, <laughs> you know, that's how the game was meant to be played, and I'm a real gamer. Uh, <laughs> if you're a real gamer, then don't use the overpowered weapon. Well. Was it, was what, it on uh, Go through with the flamethrower. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think Man about up. there being no huts in the game, not one hut? Uh, uh, yeah, not a single hut. One three-letter uh, hut. That was crazy, yeah. Because, I, I mean, normally when you play a game like this where you got ammo and stuff, you have a hun somewhere that uh, allows you to see to see how much stuff you have. Uh, <laughs> I know, I, I have to, I'm going to let somebody else say, talk about it, because I'm sure somebody's going to talk about the amazing way they display the health and the, uh, right, the holographic pop-up and everything. We'll let Tim discuss that. Yes, Tim, um, tell us what you do know about the game. Oh, my God. Uh, Mad Oh, my balls, they feel busted for some reason. What is this? <laughs> no, like the, the health, it's uh, like the way the health and the uh, stasis was like displayed on the back. I thought it was really well. Um, I, I kind of figured that was why they had him hunched over so you could see more of his body and keep it within the camera. Like, yeah, that makes sense. I, I, I kind of <laughs> figured that was the reason. <laughs> yeah, no, he totally does look like a hunchback, though. You're absolutely right. Um, yeah, like I like those features of it. Like I was saying before, I really like the heads-up display. How it's it's for Isaac, it's not for the player. Yeah, good point. Yeah, um, because yeah, when you move the camera around, when he has that display up, 
you're going to move around the display. Like, the display doesn't follow, like, the game's camera. Mm -hmm. um, I love I really, Very realistic. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it immerses you a little bit more in it, for sure. Definitely. Th that's what I found. Yeah, fair enough. I agree yeah. 100%. Um, Adam, what did you think? Uh, I, I think it's super good. <laughs> I think the graphics overall in the game are excellent. They still hold up. Um, you know, if you just even just playing it like today, it's like it still looks amazing. Um, the heads, the lack of head, heads up display, I guess I should say, is like really, really good. It just like it draws you into it. You know, you're not being taken out of it by looking at numbers and stuff. Like it's very simple. Um, you're not being distracted by a whole bunch of crap. Um, yeah, and I like how it's like isaac's suit projecting all the like stuff so yeah, yeah. Like, like tim said when you flip the camera around it's like you can try reading this backwards if you want this <laughs> yeah. this text log um, <laughs> but yeah it's cool and like and like when he holds up the like the ones the um transmissions from like hamden kendra like they're like projected to him and everything you can kind of see him looking at them too like it makes it feel like it's it's real um rather than just being like here's your ammo here's your health right. all that crap um yeah no it's, it's really well done really just really sucks you in yeah very immersive no doubt about it um and the other thing is the enemy design were there any uh, uh j-rock how about you were there any enemies that you hated to see or ones that you enjoyed killing the most my uh greatest enemy of all was oxygen <laughs> uh, and it sort of and it sort of ties like, really? in it's yeah yeah, it sort of ties in with uh, we were talking about display and everything uh, in some parts. Like I was just playing it right before we started here. Part where you have to throw radioactive stuff outside into space. Oh and yeah. Enemies coming Balls. at you. Well, I'm I'm doing all that out of oxygen, and because of the way the camera's set up, I didn't even notice. Ah. So sometimes I wish that it did sort of prominently. Show yeah, uh, so I died. Like when a hub would be uh, very useful. Yeah, I could I would kill for a hug. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the, the monsters were trying. trying to do. Yeah, that's what they're trying. trying to do. Uh, yep. so what are we discussing here now? We're talking about the enemies because I'm sure I mean, yep. covered all of them. Uh, yeah, and I, I think there were these raptor ones that showed up at one point. I don't think we had mentioned yet. Um, scared the crap out of it. Or was that number two? Was that number two or number one? I think one? that's two. That's ones? two. Well, yeah, they were the I'm fast mistaken. ones once you got onto the military ship. Oh, Those, yeah. Uh, ones were they had the out stasis of a... modules embedded in their suits or whatever, and it's like uh, what it's doing the reverse effect is making them fast. Yeah, they were straight, right, out, right. Of a, straight out of a tool video. Um, yeah. <laughs> very, oh my god, very, that is so twitchy. Yeah, that's gold. Cool, um, yeah, yeah. For me, for me, I think two of the two of the enemies that stuck out as my least favorite were the ones with the tails, because um, they were like far quieter. Yeah, they they were far quieter than anything else until they were on top of you, um, and then you would uh, the tall, like slender man looking ones. Oh uh, yeah, dividers. Uh, that, would, that would break into yeah. They'd break into the smaller pieces once you had once you had knocked them to the ground. Um, they always made this noise when you turned the corner and saw one, and it was it was more jarring than I think the rest of them. But yeah, yeah. And then when they come flying at you in zero G, they got their arms out and they're like, nah! yeah. <laughs> like give me a hug. Yeah. <laughs> the the noise those things. Speak. 
those the noise those things make actually reminds me of uh uh invasion of the body snatchers oh, like yeah. in the, at the end when donald starts like, like, <laughs> like <laughs> oh, he does the point and oh. yeah that's yeah that's what it reminds me of mm-hmm. for sure was that also in the thing as well yeah and the guy's like burning outside yeah yeah, yeah. Actually, one uh, one enemy observation, and it was uh, my wife Laura noticed while I was playing. She kind of was looking over my shoulder once in a while, and uh, uh, I guess they grow people on these ships, right, Adam? Yeah. We're talking about those enemies that I didn't realize at first, but they're like mutated baby corpses. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you, you first find them in the infirmary there, in that like weird yeah baby growing up area which i guess that that makes sense in the future they're not going to be having all the people that are supposed to be their workers banging and uh you know i'm sure i'm sure trump would say that you know employees that are knocked up are not very uh useful to him so uh (laughs) i don't know Uh, did did anybody also notice all the propaganda around the ship and it's like oh you let your tools do the talking like yeah Yeah. (laughs) That also made me think a little of Bioshock. Yeah, yeah. It did feel yeah. Bioshock. Had a very uh, Andrew Ryan esque feel to it. Yeah. yeah. How about you, P? Oh. Any, uh, any enemies that you liked or did not like? Uh, well, unlike Musty, I enjoy when a quiet piece of tail screams when it's on top of you. Um, <laughs> oh, <boy>. But uh, <laughs> my, with you. my, I don't know how you guys missed that one. My. Uh, <laughs> My least favorite enemies uh, were those little fuckers that uh, there was like a hundred of them and they would just climb on top oh, of you and you had to pound oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. X yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. other button to get them off. That Because uh, yeah. I would stand there and I'd be like, okay, I got to try and pick these guys off and hopefully I'm, sh- I'm hitting them one at a time, but they're crawling on the ground under these piles and piles of corpses that are left there and it's just like, yeah. fuck me. This is, those yeah, are my man, least favorite. If only cannons key for that, key for that spot. If only you had a force gun. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, if only. But yeah, the game really should have invented some sort of shotgun type weapon or uh, oh, something only. with like a an area effect fire or something. Uh, I don't know. But, uh... New something was missing. Yeah. How about you, Tim? What was your uh, favorite or least favorite? Favorite least favorite enemy? Yeah. Uh, probably. You know, I, I actually didn't know the name uh, until you guys said it. Um, but my favorite slash least favorite at the same time would probably be the Guardian. I hate that thing, man. I hate yeah. all of. I like the idea of it. I like the design of it. Um, it, it's a creepy ass looking creature. And, and you it see is. like you see like prototypes of it as you go through the game, like you know, like yeah. those torsos that are, you know, lodged up against the wall. They have the tentacles coming out of them, but they haven't quite morphed into yeah. that yet. Not there yet. Yeah. 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 And when you, and when you bump into them, the body actually starts moving like and starts screaming at you. It'll hit you too, actually. Yeah, it's disturbing imagery. <laughs> yeah, and that's fucking terrifying. And that's before it becomes like a you know decap get close and one hit decapitating monster that we all know and hate. <laughs> um, but yeah, just the way it can like spawn those really annoying creatures that just waste your ammo. Um, but the satisfaction you get when you kill it at the same time, mm. um, it balances out for me. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. It's a love hate relationship. I get it. Exactly. Yeah, that would definitely be my my least favorite as well. It screams um, and it sprays stuff everywhere. You it's know, birth all the time. It's just, it's just, it's just it's when you think time. you had it killed. It's when you think you have it killed and you're walking forward. And you realize, oh shit, I missed that one denticle. There goes my head. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. Okay. I think. Uh, oh, first off, is there any other things anybody want to mention about graphics or anything like that? Turbo graphics, sixteen. 
All right, then let's okay. move. I think, okay, let's, I think <laughs> the, the one thing I wanted to bring up is that all, all of these enemies, um, and, and I think part of the reason that, that the character design and the enemy design was done so well is that you can tell what it is you're looking at. You know, there's not, it's not something that's so unworldly that, that you don't know what it is that you're staring at. You know that that used to be a person yeah. and they have been mangled and shredded into this, this monstrosity that you have to find, you know, the right spots to take off an arm or take yeah. off a leg, you know? Um, but, but you know, and deep down it's like, yeah, that was a person. Um, yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Very the, effective. The the ones that like have the they spray the gas in that one level where in the hydroponics bay. Oh they're, and yeah. they're just like they're literally just people, but they've got like those giant like lungs oh, scrotums on the back. Yeah. Scrotums. Right. I wanted to say scrotum on the show. <laughs> Actually, that was a note I made in my head. I wanted to good mention you got that in waiting for the end. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> oh good. Yeah, they're like they're creepy. <laughs> they reminded me of those things from Dark Souls, the uh Yes. That's exactly oh, what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, I, I can't remember the name of them. The one, like those those followers that have those yeah. like giant like pus folds on their backs and like yeah, they're basically just incubators. If you destroy them, then yeah, more little things come out. Yeah, those are so gross. <laughs> yeah, just visually they look kind of the same. Yeah, you're right. It's exactly right. Yeah. Okay. Well, with that said, I think we've pretty much summed up Dead Space. We can now get into our oh boy into our uh, overall thoughts and uh yeah just sort of what what you thought about it now as opposed to maybe when you originally played it would you still recommend this to people today um and is there anything you might change if you had to change something or if you could change something um let's start with tim um well if i could go back i would definitely uh, look up the controls and find that button first and foremost <laughs> yeah um, make that tutorial mandatory that's that's the change Oh, yeah. Pay, pay attention with the tutorials happening, but more like it. <laughs> pay better attention. Um, but no, it it was a great game. I loved it. Um, it actually kind of taught me a lesson about judging a game by the demo, because I wish I played this back in 2008 and not waiting until 2016, like eight friggin' years later, to give it a shot. Because <laughs> uh, I loved it, and I think it still holds up. Um, yeah. Even you know, visually, gameplay, um, story. I mean. Yeah, it's a slightly older game, but I think it's just it would be just as good playing now as it would have been eight years ago. Agree completely. It could you, if they were to HD remaster this, they wouldn't have to do anything except for up-res it. They wouldn't have to change anything. It's just uh, it's a beautiful game. Yeah. I agree. All right, uh, Adam, let's hear your overall thoughts. I think it is a fantastic game that any any horror aficionado should absolutely play through, or probably any any gamer should play through. Honestly, I think it's like kind of a staple series it's probably the best thing that's ever come out of ea in my opinion oh yeah the dead space series because it's like there's like a lot of heart and soul put into it and to say that about ea is kind of kind of kind of rare um yeah. yeah no i think yeah i think it still holds up um i hope they make a fourth one and refine it from after what dead space 3 was a little bit well they, they um, will now cartridge club effect adam that's right don't look at it and be like these guys know what they're talking about um i'd probably re i'd remove the plasma cutter completely uh just to piss <laughs> off p1 i would just I, go I through the game them. with melee <laughs> the only other um, but yeah no i think it's i think it's a fantastic game and everyone should play it and 
yeah, it's just well done. Nice. All right, well said. I don't think there's much more you can say. That sounds like a perfect review. How about, uh, oh, and uh, the Desert Strike series would be the only comparable EA series that I could think of. <laughs> All right, uh, J-Rock, how about you? Overall thoughts? Tell your grandma, tell your roommates, whoever is around, tell your pets, uh, play Dead Space. Uh, I'm glad to, I'm glad I finally got to play through it. And uh, I was, I was, I'm hoping to, I said at the beginning of the month that I'd like to play through the series, but I've been really playing through playing the hell out of the first one so yeah. see how that goes but uh yeah it's a good game uh definitely a lot of uh feels from the 80s you know all the references and stuff like that so yeah good good yeah. stuff that's yeah comes j-rock recommended check it out everyone um and it has uh, scrotums in it which also gets j-rock very excited so that's good too uh, I just get excited to say it, okay? Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> good yeah. thing good thing you cleared that up. Yeah. All right. Musty Hobbit, overall thoughts. Yeah, I uh very happy I went back and replayed this. Uh I I remember enjoying it a lot. Um and it held up on its second playthrough, um, uh, despite the easy difficulty and high brightness. Uh, <laughs> but uh easy and I, high. Uh, That's the way uh musty easy and high. <laughs> <laughs> and screaming tail uh, <laughs> but uh yeah i i i couldn't recommend this more for people who enjoy the genre i mean obviously those who are not fans are i don't think this is going to convert them um but yeah this is a a, a great example we've been kind of clamoring for it all day you know I, mm. great design from on multiple fronts and um yeah, I, I I would recommend it. And just just because we we didn't mention it, that last moment of the ending, still, okay. still. Oh man, we didn't even say it. Should we yeah. spoil yeah. it? Do it. No, yeah. leave it. We like, made it through the whole like show without saying old. it. Oh, we made it. We made it through the whole show without saying. It. I think we should leave it. It's like eight oh. years old. That's fine. I'm 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 just saying, beat the game so that you can yes. watch that. Uh, I won't say anything more. Uh, okay. I can't believe say it. That's crazy. It's it's, it's pretty. <laughs> I don't. I'm I'm still. I you know I beat it for the second time last night, and I'm still trying to digest that whole thing. <laughs> That's a good know. sound bite right there. It's a good yeah. sound bite. Keep that one. Num num. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome. Did yeah. uh, any of you guys notice what the first letter of the chapters all spells out? No. no. Is it uh, yeah. the fairy lies? Oh, no, wait, that's probably uh, the default. The cake is a lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh right. It's, no, it's say anything. Oh, yeah. Oh, if you pick I up won't say it. I won't almost fish. did it. I remember now. I remember. <laughs> I won't say yeah. it. All right. Cool. Uh, then uh, with, uh, you know, last but certainly not least, my brother, P1, overall thoughts. Uh, Dead Space was great. I really I enjoyed it the first time that you and I played it together. And uh, I was worried that I wouldn't get as much out of it this time around, but I did. Um, it's got a ton of replayability. Uh, the oh, game, it, even for an eight-year-old <laughs> game, it doesn't feel musty. And uh, oh. you know what I mean? It's the game just playing it from start to finish is just a rocking good time. And uh, every time Can I come across... Every time I come across somebody who's laying there moaning, crying, you know, the necromorphs have got me, I just want to ask them, are you okay? 
I apologize to everybody listening. And then huh? you, and then you see somebody that. in the bathroom. You see somebody in the bathroom. And are you taking a pee too? <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, Lord. I really, I, in all seriousness, I really enjoy it. Uh, it's a beautiful game. The sound is great. It's really well, really, really well put together, uh, mechanically sound, and it's a lot of fun. Um, I, I really do think it's a, a must-play for anybody who's a fan of horror, anybody who's a fan of sci-fi. Um, it's a great game. I really enjoy it. It's Well said. Now, the real question is, with all that said, would you be able to sum up your thoughts, feelings, and opinions on this game in three simple words? Mm. With that said, we say we now segue over into the three-word review sec- Oh, wait. Did we tweet out the three-word I actually review? tweeted it out mid-podcast, uh, so we have two okay. Twitter responses, and okay. then the do guests we have on the show. He could do, like, a live one. Oh, look. Oh, he's got one. He's got one. Okay, good. <laughs> I can't read all right, it all. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Type it out, Julian. We're missing a I need to see that bottom word, Julian. Lonely audience member. There we go. Perfect. So Julian's uh, <laughs> Julian's three-word review. For anybody who doesn't know, uh, we are trial running on this show, having uh, someone listen live as we record. It was Julian's suggestion for Patreon members that they uh, that they be able to do that. And uh, we figured if, if we're going to do it, he's definitely going to be the first one to try it. So far, he's had a lot of fun. I don't know if anybody else will be interested in that, but if so... Uh, that's that'll be an option that looks like it's going to be open for Patreon. So Julian's three-word review of uh, of not necessarily Dead Space, but maybe of the Dead Space podcast <laughs> is a lonely audience member. <laughs> um, it yeah, it's perfect. I like it. Yeah. It could From, also be, uh, you know, Isaac's lonely. You know, it's a win-win. Julian could be <laughs> Isaac because he's been silent this whole time while we uh, give him tasks. <laughs> maybe a space engineer. We don't know. That's right. He could be. Uh, so, Vintage Video Game Geek, uh, his three-word review was, Say Something, Isaac. Ooh. And Jeffrey Hilliard, at Destructo, his three-word review was, Gruesome Interteller... Nope. nope. Jeffrey Hilliard, <laughs> at Self-Destructo, his three-word review was, Gruesome Interstellar Exploit. Ooh, well done, well done. Yeah. Uh, and that's all we had from Twitter, because like I said, I <laughs> tweeted it out as we started the show. We need to get um, that thing that t- like auto tweets for you in the future and just have it set it. up to do. Yeah. Yeah. Why is that's right. Uh, so let's uh, turn it. Let's see what our guests think. See if our guests right. can sum it up uh, in three words. So why don't we start with uh, J Rock? J Rock, let's see what three words you could possibly come up with for this game. <laughs> Scrotum, scrotum, scrotum. <laughs> oh, that, thank you, J-Rock. <laughs> don't, don't be telling people that. That's how you summon me, okay? I, I have to show up. You advertise it on the podcast. Oh. I have to sign autographs. It'll be complete, Anna. Oh, my. Uh, gaseous, scrotal people. Oh, there you still uh, got it no. in there. Well done. No. Well done. Right. Adam took my punchline with the scrotums. But, uh, <laughs> no, if, if I was to do one seriously, I would say stasis is game breaking. Ooh, game breaking yeah, might be hyphenated. That could be a forward review, but I'm going to let it slide. All right. <laughs> hyphen makes it one word. Yeah, we'll give it right. a slide because you just use scrotal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Adam, what about you? What's your three word review of Dead Space? Mine would be not just for Dead Space, but also just life in general. Dismemberment is fun. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds Don't like uh, it sure is. Yeah. Somebody, somebody, somebody check his freezer. 
out of, out of Wayne Gacy. Yeah. I, uh, He'll never go hungry. Oh, my God. I, uh, I've been watching Musty roll a joint or something for this whole episode. I'm not sure exactly what he's doing over there. Oh, I was like, Musty is rolling the biggest joint. Anyway, Musty, what's your three-word review for Dead Space? Uh Pass that over is my three review. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. It's so lonely. <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. Well done. P2, I'm going to let you know that you're coming up next. So get ready after I ask Tim, I'm going to ask you. Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> all right. I am ready. So, uh, Tim, what's your three word review? Um, Cronenberg's in space. Ooh. Yeah. Well done. Alternate title, fuck those asteroids. <laughs> yeah. That title. Yeah. All right, P2, you're up. Uh, three word review for Dead Space. Needs a hug. Uh, <laughs> well go. done. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and I'm going to say uh, simply must play because I really do believe that. Yeah, um, if you've done. got a PS3, an Xbox 360, or a gaming PC with Steam, um, I think it's a game you should try. You could probably get it for like five to ten dollars now. Uh, I know not everybody enjoyed it. I know Ramvox found it kind of boring. Um, I could see and, how people, if you're not into the atmosphere, it, it could be repetitive. Yeah, but uh, I, I mean, I think for the price of five to ten dollars, I'm sure on a Steam sale, it's probably like sixty-eight cents or something ridiculous. Yeah, um, <laughs> so it's definitely worth a shot. Uh, I've definitely spent more money on less fun. I'm looking at you, uh, Bulgarian massage. Oh my <laughs> I thought you were going to say uh, that she, that too she for was a totally lying she was not Bulgarian <laughs> I, I, know, I know what you're talking about too that's a lie what a, what a accent that's right so just before I wrap this up I want to say uh, two things one over at the forums at www.cartridgeclub.org you can see uh, thoughts on the game in the month so if you played along please go and post there but more importantly uh, we had a member this month who gave the most in-depth uh, posts of his playthrough of this game that anyone has ever given and I really enjoyed reading through it and I highly suggest that if you enjoy this game you go over and check it out uh, so it's on the forums of the website and it is Chocho Cho -cho. I don't want to pronounce his last name wrong because I'm sure it's his actual last name it's like Mick Chocho McGamejoy uh, so he's been giving us like <laughs> like in-depth chapter run-throughs of him playing this game, yeah. and it's fantastic. So definitely go over and give that a read. And Chocho, thank you very much. I really enjoyed that this month. Yeah, I hope As he gets well, all the way through. I, I, I know he was skeptical on whether he'd get finished in time. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure he made it. Uh, his last post was... Uh, I can't remember. I, I saw it. It was today, I think. He said he had like oh, 28 today. hours okay. in. Yeah. He had like 28 hours in on his playthrough. Really yeah, he point. called me out because I think so, I think at CC Weekly I said this was like an eight to ten hour game, and he uh, he's telling me it, yeah. that I was full of shit. <laughs> do, do, do those do those hours uh, does that count towards like his writing time? <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Oh, maybe, maybe you're right. <laughs> live blogging as Isaac. Yeah. yeah, yeah, His posts are essentially a blog. Like if you want to know his thoughts, that, that, that go to the forums. Yeah. It's great. Good read. And uh, as well, uh, if you liked this podcast, uh, there's a new podcast that P2 and I've been listening to called The Gaming Outsider. Uh, they're currently on like episode 100 and something, but their episode number 70 was a look back at Dead Space, and it is fantastic. Uh, it's probably better than this show. But uh, um, that's only because yeah. P2 and I are on this show. And 
<laughs> and we're holding it down. <laughs> uh, but definitely check that out as well. So, with that being said, uh, next month, November, we're going to be playing Parappa the Rapper. Uh, it's Ooh. the first rhythm game to make it to the club. It's going to take my five fucking minutes. Yeah. Are you that good? Because I'm pretty sure it's going to take me all fucking months just to get through the first level. <laughs> uh, I ordered my copy on eBay. It should be here November 11th. So I'm really excited to... Uh, I'm not going to get any mail that day. It should be here November 12th. So I'm really looking forward to playing. And uh, plastic comes out too. Yeah. And we have a, uh, three uh, fantastic guests lined up for that. Uh, and hopefully we don't lose any of them like we did this month. But if we do, we know where to find the, the quality B-listers to fill in. Did you get some rappers? You should find some rappers to be on. So I want to thank our I want to thank our guests for joining us. <laughs> uh, first up, J Rock. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at J Rock Game Rocker. Um, J Rock is honestly, if you're, if you're not already following him, you need to do that. He's one of the the kindest, uh, most easy to get along with people in the Cartridge Club. So I definitely recommend shooting him a follow as well. Thank you, Adam. Adam is uh, from the YouTube show Replayability. You can find him on Twitter at Replayability. Uh, and Adam does uh, a great game show, uh, semi-monthly, I think. It's Yeah, it's like twice a month, usually like every two weeks. I've actually got one tomorrow. It's the Halloween edition. So yeah. it's all scary, spoopy horror stuff. So, so definitely check that out. Uh, the music sessions are uh, punishingly hard, so fuck him for that. As well, I want to say thank you. Cutter for it. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably because my brightness was turned down to a proper level that I couldn't tell. (laughs) Definitely not that bright. I'll tell you that. Oh. (laughs) I want to give a a, that plasma cuts deep, bro. That plasma cuts deep, Adam. (laughs) You guys were both on together, right? J Rock and P One. Yeah, that's right. And, and Tim was on too recently. Yeah, 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 it was last episode. Last time, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was a fun time. Um, fell apart at the end, but fun time. No, <laughs> oh, everybody hey, does. Well, I fell apart in the end, not the show. You <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, so, with that being said, I want to say thank you to Tim. Tim, first time on the show, uh, you did great. I don't know if you ever heard this before, but you ha- you sound like Brandon Jones from Easy Allies. Um, you have a, a great, great radio voice. Uh, so, thank you for raising the bar here today. Mm. Yeah, uh, so, thank God. <laughs> yeah, anybody who doesn't know, you can find Tim uh, at YouTube at How You Okay. Uh, as well, you can find him uh, at Twitter. It's H A R U, the number zero, uh, and then K A Y. Definitely give him a follow. Like I said, he's the uh, one half of the fastest rising YouTube uh, sensation on the internet. Mm. And yeah, uh, dude, this was our go- first. This is the first time I was on a podcast that wasn't our own. So thank you for that. Oh, oh, no way. Right it was not a real go. honor. Um, well, to have you. I'm sorry it couldn't have been a more prestigious podcast for you. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm grateful you brought on a B-lister. It, 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 right here, man. Point <laughs> towards my heart. You can't see it right now. <laughs> and uh, last but certainly not least, Musty, I, I know this is, is not the first time you're on the show, but I think it's the first time you and I have spoken. And yep. uh, it's, I got to say, pal, it's uh, this is a real treat, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, thank you for coming on short notice. Uh, and more importantly, thank you for admitting the fact that uh, – not using the plasma cutter full time means that you are not actually as good at games as P2. <laughs> <laughs> and are you re- serious? I play Is that a on easy. <laughs> not, no, it's not. It's not, it's not, it's not. Uh, you can find Musty on YouTube. Musty as well has a great YouTube channel. Definitely check that out. And you can find him on Twitter at Musty Hobbit. 
Uh, I think that's everybody. Julian, thank you for hanging out and listening. Uh, anybody who uh, wants to follow Julian on Twitter, Julian is one of the nicest guys in the club as well. He's even nicer than J-Rock. Uh, and he says, screw him a lot less. Uh, and you can find him at He's JJ1986-2004. He's muted. <laughs> He's just saying him this whole time. I know it. Yeah. Um, I think that's it, P2. Am I missing anything? I said goodbye. I said thank you. I pretend that I cared about everybody. and everything. You're good. No, let's do that now. Uh, so thank you for listening uh, to this podcast. If you are doing so on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play, please head on over to www.cartridgeclub.org where you can check out other great podcast videos and blogs such as Musty Hobbit, Are You Okay, J-Rock the Game Rocker, and the Rusher Hogs Anonymous. That's the first time we've ever had four people on the show who are all uploading to the club <laughs> site. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, if you're already a member of the club, you can head over to www.patreon.com slash cartridge club, where, uh, we, uh, have a Patreon where you can give as much or as little as you'd like. And every cent, uh, donated goes directly to improving the community for everyone involved. I'm player one. I am player two. Keep on rocking them games. Thank you guys for your patience, but I got it down to science and I'm pretty good at injecting things now. That was pretty fast. That was nice. <laughs> <laughs>